0: Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us at IVPod.com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. We got an email mail at IVPod.com and we would greatly appreciate your support on Patreon. Let's begin episode 95 of the IV Podcast.
1: Clayton. Hi, John. What's shaking? Not much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a laid back night. Yeah,
1: we're doing a solo cast. Solo, it's
0: been a while. Yeah, we had a a a duo cast. Duo, yeah. A traditional cast. I don't know. Hanging out again in your, your garage. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's. This is a nice
1: setup. A good spot. We're lucky because the last time we did this was with, with Matt Hancock. Yeah, that was fun. And the weather cooperated beautifully, and we get the same treatment again tonight. Yeah. So it's super nice out. Uh, hopefully there's no one breaking glass or whatever in no the glass background. B- <laughs> no glass bottle uh-huh. breaking. <laughs> it's a lockup that close the windows. And, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm happy happy to do a show. And it's been a couple of weeks, so not a whole lot going on in the area. But we as, you, as you as you would imagine, yeah. It's just uh, we continue to be in uh
0: a pandemic,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of hybrid mode pandemic. I mean, at least locally, it feels that way. It's like kind of some stuff coming back and other stuffs. Everything's kind of different, and it's like adapting a, and
2: yeah.
0: It's almost like a wave. It feels like you know, it's like everything kind of you know settled down, and then you know everybody's trying to ramp back up again, and now we're kind of settling back back a little bit
1: because things are getting a little crazy. And right, well, the numbers for the county, I think, are about as high as they've ever been. Right, yeah, I mean, for the daily numbers. Yeah. Um, so
0: we're recording what is August 5th, yeah. 2020 to give perspective. And JB just came to came to Ottawa, came to town to tell everybody to get their shit together <laughs> or he's shutting stuff down. So uh yeah. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, though but the numbers flattened out after that. Just I, that had to be just coincidence more than anything, but they're starting to jump back up again this yeah, week. So Yeah,
0: unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. And it's like just trying to make make it normal, but I feel like it's not going to be normal for
1: a long time. I still feel like we're, from the very beginning, I remember thinking it's like, there's just a lot, people still, we still don't know, yeah. and that's what drives a lot of this, and then you have the media, the hype and stuff around it all, and it just kind of right. spirals into this, and it, it, it more, uh, maybe not as pragmatic as people or you know, everybody could or should be, but um, just trying to keep everybody safe, and I think that as long as we continue to do that, hopefully things will work out. It, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's any good, easy answers for for how to handle these. Uh, we've never had to. At least in modern times, we haven't had to go through it. So the 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 mode back in like the 1918 flu pandemic. From like listening and and what how I understand it, people just didn't talk about it. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like that. You did not speak of you. You just. There wasn't a whole lot of discussion around it. It was something they knew they didn't understand. People probably did a lot of praying on it, hoping for the best. They would get kind of voodoo cures, you know, like just well you got it because whatever, and so you sleep outside or like I, I know it was probably something else, but like sure. Um, I, I mean, because they, they it was a radio lab, I think, where they went back and were reading microfilm and trying to figure out, like, look through the New York Times and try to find stories about the, the Spanish flu and. Nothing. not much. Well, no. that's just like uh, when Amanda and Davey were on, they said
0: during that time period, they don't have much content right. for the LaSalle County Historical Society just because people didn't want to report on
1: right. all the bad shit that was going on. And so that people just didn't talk about it. Yeah. So like if your grandma got or your kid or someone got sick or something happened, they just something maybe someone died from it, you just go, yeah, they died, yeah. yeah How it's, about it's it? Just not talk about it. Yep, yeah. yeah. I mean, that the the human fly. I mean his wife died during the Spanish <laughs> the from the Spanish again. flu. That's r- so Yeah, bring up
0: the human fly. I I am sorry, who was it? Somebody messaged us saying that we need to have a t-shirt yeah. that has the
1: human Dave fly. Dave Wilkie.
0: Dave Wilkie, hey. yes. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> that was a great a
1: yeah. great suggestion. Yeah, it was and and well what and maybe that was true. Like, he, you know, he, the dude was mourning, but he didn't have anybody to talk about with it, so he had to go out and climb buildings. That's right. <laughs> he needs to learn how to deal, you know? You know, and it's
0: funny you bring up that,
1: because uh, it
0: was one of the local topics. I saw that streeters continuing to beautify their downtown. Nice. Uh, the Midland States Bank facade is, is getting, they're doing a bunch of work to it to make it, to beautify it, make it nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, you know, that's awesome. Streeter continues to, you know, cause I work in Streeter. So from time to time I drive downtown and you, it's without a doubt, it's, it's a nice kind of classic downtown, still needs some work, but everything they're doing is, is really cool. Like Looks with good. all the murals and, and fixing up the buildings. Mm-hmm. But, but every, when I, when I saw the story about them, that they were going to do that uh, the fixing up that building I immediately I, I didn't read that it was the Midland States Bank building and my first thought was I wonder if they're fixing up the building that the that he climbed the human fly so are I, they I is still that it? I I yeah, don't know. know I don't remember which one it is we have to go back to that story and re- see if it, it actually ga- identify yeah, the building yeah it's
1: in one of the docks we can we can yeah. take a take a peek at it but dave
0: if we do make a shirt, dave you're getting a
1: shirt yeah for I the think idea we yeah. <laughs> well, and we—what the beautiful thing is—we have a new sponsor, right? That That's
0: could... a great segue. Yeah, new sponsor. Actually, she was she was a sponsor previously. Now she's back on the wagon. Stace, nice. Stacy Mayer's Designs. So yeah. Speaking of t-shirt designs, yeah, I got to talk to Stacy. Actually, I've got some ideas for a, a new t-shirt with our whole new Illinois Valley podcast thing. So we're definitely going to be hitting her up for uh, for some ideas for yeah. some new t-shirts if we do the
1: human fly it has to have the band in
0: it that was yeah
1: playing, like have them falling
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we'll go all out uh, oh man but within class well know, yeah course, yeah we don't want it to be,
1: we don't want it to scare children yeah no <laughs> well, i mean you know whatever i mean the, we want a, to ask questions but not necessarily a, be freaked out by it yeah this is not necessarily a kid's show <laughs> that's true well the t-shirt it. itself what i mean is that yeah want to be why is that guy yeah yeah. I have to answer
0: that. So like we have our YouTube channel now and when I put the videos out, you have to ask, a- answer that question several times. I swear we're like, is this video appropriate for kids? And I'm just like, "Uh, no." <laughs> I don't I don't know. I I don't say, "Oh, wait, they give you the option of was this intended for kids?" And oh. I'm like, "So that's an easy no, but still they they're uh yeah, you got to be careful." But uh anyway, Stacy Mayer's designs, she can design Lots of stuff. I mean, she does the koozie designs, T-shirts designs. She does uh, decals for cars. She can do small signs. I mean, she can do pretty much whatever you can think of. She can make up a design and and crank it out for you, put it on a shirt, put it on whatever you need to put it on, a coffee cup. Uh, Maybe you're doing like a company thing. An outing, family
1: reunion, yeah, benefits. family reunion,
0: COVID friendly family reunion. Sure, you know Better six, be. six feet distance apart, but you know everybody's got to have a drink in their cup, and you want to have a special cup to celebrate the reunion. Stacy would be the person to talk to. So, uh, Stacy Mayer's Designs, the best way I would say you could reach out to us directly, and we'll get you in touch with Stacy, or you can go. Uh, Facebook is a, is a great place. Just go to Facebook and type in Stacy Mayer's. That's uh, S T A. C Y and then Mayor's M A Y E R S Designs. She's on there. So uh yeah, we appreciate her jumping on and sponsoring our show. We'll we'll uh mention her again a little later in the show and then one more, once again, Mr. Sparkle Auto Spa. Coming soon to Peru. Uh the right behind CBS two fifty one shooting park road, hot spot, great area. You know, I like Clayton, I like to go and you know get a car wash from time to time but they're freaking expensive Mm -hmm. to get a car wash well mr sparkle is not going to be like that what is it i forget 350 i think it was 350 three dollar express wash they're going to have 27 free vacuums free floor mat cleaner a lot more info to come with specials and I'm, i'm wondering if they might do memberships i know some of the other places do that too First of November is when they're planning to come. I mean, if you see before the salt hits the streets, that's right, because that's when we're going to need them. So, Shooting Park Road, two fifty one corner, right where the Eagles Grocery Store used to be, behind CVS. Yeah, I I, I monitor. I drive by there every day, so I see they're moving along fast. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm happy to see that. So, Mr. Sparkle, Auto Spa, check them out. Keep keep an eye out. You know, hopefully we can get we can send out some specials through our podcast but right now we're just trying to get the word out about them because right. it's still they're still constructing but it's going to be awesome. I I don't know if that's I think it's a chain that the, the Mr. Sparkle but cuz I feel like I've seen something like Mr. Sparkle out there mm-hmm. and they're they're awesome. You yeah. know like where they just with the low cost. I, th- I thought I saw one in Bloomington, maybe, but um I could be speaking out of turn there. But yeah, Mr. Sparkle, thank you for sponsoring. We'll mention them again in a little bit, but just want to send a shout out to them since you had such a good transition there, Clayton. Yeah, hey. Human fly t-shirt. what I do. So um, what do you want to talk about? We got a lot of random topics. This is one of those shows. Well, we, we, we got the local stuff. Um You know... I, let's, I think not, just... let's not talk about the,
1: the coronavirus anymore. How about no. that? No. Yeah, let's that avoid seems it. fair. Um, let's avoid it. Let's talk about baseball. And let's talk about food. And a quick whatever. shout
0: out to an alumni of ours. Yeah. So Wally Zukowski, Zukow. Wally Zukowski, a local uh, Peru, Illinois native, was who, I didn't know this, was a roommate with Ben Zobrist, Chicago Cub, was just recently named National High School Baseball Coaches Association Region 4 Assistant Coach of the Year. And this was in the, uh, saw this in the Chicago Tribune. It was uh, Jeff Vorba wrote the article. It was a really nice article, just given props. Lots of really nice mm-hmm. things said about him from previous players who had had him as a coach.
1: So, Way to go Wally. Yeah, it sounds like he's knocking it out of the park, man. Like as a coach, a very thoughtful guy, he's always been. I mean, I would have been surprised if you told me this when we were in high school that hey, Wally's going to, you know, be a he's going to be a, a a world-class baseball coach someday, and he's going to get some uh, accommodation or whatever. I'd be like, oh, that seems about right. Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) He's an up-and-up guy. I read some of the quotes from the head coach of the team that he's been with for quite a while now, and they're like, he just doesn't have to worry about the pitching, and he tracks everything, and he keeps meticulous notes. He's very uh, uh, careful with the kids and looking after them and gives good advice and just – yeah, it sounds like he's just a stand-up guy who someday probably will end up coaching, you know, being head coach of some high school or probably going to end up in the college game at some point, too, Sure, I bet. So just uh, working hard. I mean, I, and I think that that is probably the biggest praise you can give someone is like how, how you can, you know, he's getting praised for just how much effort he puts in, I'm sure, because right. that, that's I don't think he was ever short on that. So that's fantastic. Awesome. Way to go, Wally.
0: Well... You know, it's like right now, there's like a vibe in the world or locally. It's where it's like everything's so darn negative. That's why I like that story about Wally because it seems like just you go on Facebook and there's so much negativity. So I hate to to jump into this story (laughs) because it is a negativity type story, but I can't help it. So locally, and this isn't just Peru. This was Peru, Oglesby, and I I can only assume
1: everybody. I I talked to someone at work that's in the... um like Joliet area, Plainfield, Joliet area, and same same thing. Yeah, so uh, everybody was in for a shock
0: when they got their power bill. Uh, this the month of for the month of July. Uh, we're, I know me personally, mine was like fifty percent higher than it was last year, and uh, just everybody is complaining and pissed off because the power bills are just un they're just crazy high right now, and have seen some mixed things out there. I'm, I, unfortunately, I, you know, I hate to rag on them a little bit, but you know the Peru, the the their response was, well, it's the weather. It's like, okay, there's a little more to it. There's than a little that. more to it, I think, than that. Yeah. So I uh, would have would have been nice to get a little more info. now in Oglesby, at a uh, at a board city leaders, let's see here, Mayor Rivara, he said, you know, it's weather, increased load, and reduced generation. He said the. There was the thirty-two percent of the fossil plants got closed, so there was less power available. Right, and then you know, in throughout my own research, you know, I had found out that, you know, that that a lot of this has to come down to the the rate that the cities are charged, you know, when they when they buy the power. Right. Well, it, depending
1: and, on if, where you're at. So the city of Peru runs their own electrical department. So, right. I mean, in if you're in. Spring Valley, I think, for gas and electricity, you have Ameren. I don't know what they have in OSB, but every place is different. But essentially, no matter where you are, all these problems are related to the same thing. Yeah. So and it seem to be related issues, right? So, yeah, sorry, and, I didn't cut and you, but.
0: we didn't want to talk about the coronavirus, but you know, this, I'm pretty sure, has <laughs> something to do with the coronavirus. Because just talk, doing a little research on it, it, it that the, the electric rates could, in this case, have something to do with uh, the coronavirus affecting our commercial industry locally like manufacturing all the big companies are having shutdowns and less work and layoffs and as a result they're not purchasing as much power and the commercial buildings are the ones who help to subsidize our residential power they offset it because they're using
1: so much more and so
0: you know that's just through our own ivy pod research that's what we kind of found out now it would have been nice if maybe some of the city officials just said that instead of telling us oh it's just the weather that's why everybody's pissed off. It's like, really? Just the weather? I mean, no. That's- well, and, and it was
1: an epic month, so it was a perfect storm of of bad. Like, So that not only the electrical rates going up quite a bit, because we've actually enjoyed electricity rates have been pretty stable or low mm-hmm. um, the last five years or so. They right. really haven't been too bad. Uh, and that's off the top of my head. I could be speaking on a turn. I don't know. But I, I must, it feels like that way to me, because I don't remember ever really having this kind of no, jump. Not like this. Um but uh it, i don't forgot where I was going with that. There was I was gonna make a greater point and then I lost it with the
0: <laughs> I lost
1: it. Damn it. Well power. Yeah well, City <laughs> Bills. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I distracted myself because I was like, why did you say that five years? Because you don't know that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, you're right, man. I don't know that. Uh, I, well, what I, I guess it, it's it's a perfect, well, it was how hot was it, man? It was like it was 90 a, degrees for like 15 days in a row. It was, to
0: me, it was like a I, regular summer. I mean, we just had a good July summer. You know, it, it was hot. Sure, it was hot. But I mean, to me, it, it was, was like, more of a sure. normal summer. Like last
1: year was unusually mild, I thought. Yeah, you're probably right. But that was kinda of gonna be my point. I but it's just still, saying it was I mean, epically hot for a pretty long stretch, but maybe it, it was. Maybe I mean, it, it wasn't was, epic. It but, was just normal hot. I
0: thought it was normal hot. I thought and I to 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 just have public officials say oh it was the weather. I mean, it might have been the hottest month slightly, on record though. Slightly uh, you know, kind of offensive in, in a way just because like it was on, dismissive little, where you
1: owe us a better yeah, explanation you, we're not that dumb you can give us the the reason I mean, yeah come on <laughs> well in in the in the, the the reason the power is going up is for multiple reasons like they said like the, the, the consumption is down overall And the profit centers for this are the bigger customers so they make more money from i don't know how it all works but oh, they're you contract- can imagine
0: yeah the amount of power that a big one yeah. big company Like a big manufacturer that has machines running they suck a lot of juice right so yeah they're subsidizing all of us and helping us out so i mean i i know i mean through my work i mean there's been a lot of layoffs and things like that it's it's everywhere it's across the board so worker works
1: same thing at my workplace we're probably at we're probably using half or a third less of the power than we normally would sure
0: so there you go i mean that's i mean so that's there you go everybody if you're all worried about it there's more to it but it'll get better next month I don't think so. No, that's oh, no. Yeah. I don't think
1: so. Is relief coming? No, it's not. Not yet. <laughs> exactly. No, not yet. Hang no. it. So unfortunately,
0: uh, everybody. So reality. I would say uh, be ready for another month of shitty power bills. <laughs> yeah. So uh, well,
1: luckily the last, at least in the Illinois Valley, depending on where you're listening from. Uh, what for? We're going on like five days, three or four days now in a row, where it's been like in the fifties or sixties. We really haven't had to use the air conditioning yeah, much. Yeah, it's and been nice, pretty sweet.
0: Opening up the windows at night, yep. love it. No, so,
1: uh, I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to be hot oh, and humid no. by the weekend. But no. that's okay too. We'll have another. No, we're not done with summer. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get. It, it'll go into October, into Thanksgiving ish times, right, John? So, <laughs> uh, I, I'm curious to know how the city of Peru works with the, the hydro dam and all that too, because. You know That's yeah. one of the perks of living in La Salle, Peru, or at least I should say Peru specifically, is is you, you do have sort of a – you're lucky because the rates really are – utilities in general are a little bit less expensive than the surrounding right. communities. They truly are. And uh, I know that because I lived in Ottawa, and it's a little cheaper coming over here. That's – but um, – so yeah. if you were in Oglesby or – I mean, it's not just a Peru thing. It was everybody. So, right. Sounds uh, like it was.
0: But interesting. So – we just talked about a Peru story, and we talked about a Streeter story. So let's get Ottawa in the mix. Now, I didn't know much about this, but this has been going on since 2003, the INM Canal Project, where they're going to turn the what was used to be the INM mm-hmm. Canal, which was drained, and then they're cr- transforming it into a recreation area. And they're in the process of laying down... Uh, like a, a what do you would you call it a surface, like a chemical surface to act as a barrier to keep the water in, because they're going to refill it up with water right. and turn it into a recreation. This area. has
1: been and every there's a lot been a lot of delays and stuff too. Yeah,
0: so it's, it's been going on since 2003, and they think they're going to be done by November. Oh, so how about that, Spark, that's, that's, Mr.
1: Sparkle? Same time,
0: yeah, you know, November first. Oh, 1st, oh no? yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's cool. i,
1: I you know I, I wasn't very familiar with this, but I saw some pictures. And it looked pretty cool, like what it's going to be. You know. when, when it's filled up, it'll be awesome. Yeah. I, was it two years ago or something? They hit a gas line down there. Remember that story? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right near uh, 23 and just south uh, of oh, yeah. 6 or whatever. Yeah. That was all part of this, too. So. Okay. So they've uh, run into some troubles. Yeah. Along the way. I think so. It, but it's just like always. I mean, there's a planning fallacy. That's, that's one of my favorite things, is trying to understand like human decision making and biases and all this stuff. And. Uh, the planning fallacy is one of the biggest ones, and, and any government officials and planning people and uh, engineers and everybody, they go, oh, this project is going to take you know three years, and it's going to cost $12 million. Yeah, and I got a Gantt chart to prove it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then it's <laughs> like four years in. And they're like, all right, it's another six months, and it's only going to be two more million dollars, and we've only rolled, we'd only overrun by three million. (laughs)
2: It's
1: like, what happened? Well, here's the thing. We hit that gas line, see, and that slowed us down, or whatever it was. But Was that um, on your
0: Gantt chart?
1: I have a problem with Gantt charts. Do you? What what exactly, you want to go into, what, what is a Gantt chart? Which one is that? Is that a timeline one? Gantt chart is like where it's... I know, I, I've seen it's it, it. It's a timeline thing. It's
0: a playoff of an Excel spreadsheet app, but it's now they have their own programs that just do Gantt charts. So it'll have a time, uh, like a... a like Milestones. Li- vert- there'll be vertical lines that represent time, and then there'll be these horizontal bars that represent... The, a phases. task, okay. a phase or a task oh, yeah. in the project, and then there'll be multiple horizontal bars to yeah. represent each person's so, responsibility or task or, right. or mini project. And you right. can we're have entering phase
1: two. John's gonna go ahead and get this. Uh, that the uh, we're gonna do the uh startup of the third phase of the the yeah, all that. And stuff. you can uh, get really
0: fancy and have one bar connect with the other, and one can't start, so you can it's a way. The nice thing with Gantt Trust is, is a way to, it's a project management tool, and it is kind of nice for being able to decipher between parallel tasks, you know, something right. that you can do at the same time <sighs> right. versus a sequential task where this has to be done before you can do this other thing. Right. So, in that respect, it's kind of useful, but, you know, eh, it's just, a, it's a tool that.
1: Project managers like to—they can spend a lot of time working on it, and it'll look really it great. Looks really and nice. the reality is, they still haven't started phase one. Once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, I was a project
0: manager, so I have a—I have a, a, a contention with Gantt charts and the whole concept of
1: project management. Is that right when you're out of college? Is yeah, that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I was—I felt like I was a very useless position. Were You at, a leader, uh, or you? Do you have to get up and make? I people was a like kid
0: that? right out of college. I mean, it was a—I was not—I—I I don't know. It was. I did what I was told. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, we all. I didn't expect a little business here today, but yeah, I, I right? appreciate that. Squeeze that in the Gantt chart and some project management stuff. So hey, Microsoft Project. Was, well, I. I was. I'm like terribly it's just the human behavior and in, in, in how people make just all that stuff. Just ha- I, I'm, I'm so curious about all that stuff and the dynamics that go into like um, make, making. When people either make mistakes or what led up to them and how, like, you know, there's the overpromising and under delivering, which yeah. is actually seems to be the most effective way to to get promoted. Um, it's not what you actually did. You just need to be able to spin it. And then there's the people that underpromise and overdeliver. So oh, we might we're probably not gonna get it done until next week. And then you get that in your inbox on Friday and they said you weren't thinking and you're gonna get it until Wednesday. Those people don't get rewarded at all. <laughs> and like <laughs> it's just this the culture that we're in and how this all fits together. And it's like I don't know. I that's why I kind of like that Business Wars podcast, because they go into the, the nuts of a lot
0: of those decisions right. that went into things. They don't just leave it at, at the, the high watermarks of, of all the, the right. big events for a company or, or, like, the the business war. They actually get into the nuts and bolts of the decisions, mm-hmm. the individual decisions that had to be made right. that led to one thing or another.
1: Whether someone had, like, the—I uh, this term—intestinal fortitude to stick by a decision that was unpopular at the time, oh, but sure. ended up being pivotal for the success of whatever said company, say Netflix or— yeah. um, or led to the downfall of said company, where people will stick by their guns and say, no, we're a video rental store, damn it. And we're going to make it. And then it all, goes, yeah, it all, yeah. goes, it all goes to hell. It's like, that guy should probably lose his job. <laughs> right? Him and everybody else. Yeah, right? So. But, yeah. Either way. Good stuff. Good stuff. Where were we at on that? We were talking about uh, oh. Ottawa and the... the, the, the
0: I, that, I just was throwing out some local randomness, and uh, I just discovered this. I don't know anything about them. I don't even know if their music is good, but I just got discovered there's a band, local band named Split Rock. I'm like, well done, good name, nice, it's awesome name. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, check them out. What do they where do, where do they play at locally? I think so. You know, I don't well. Not people aren't playing too much right now, although they're doing a lot. They're getting clever with like the park concerts where they have the circles and stuff that you have to stay in your circle. Yeah,
1: we went Friday. It's nice. Where'd you go? To Centennial Park for the the, the concert thing. Oh yeah, I heard that. Ah, nice. uh, you can you can. For, that's for the city of Peru, Centennial Park Friday nights. They have a series of bands. I think it's six or eight weeks long, and they're about halfway through. Uh, you can go down there and vote on. Um, they have a project. Uh, they're thinking about building a. Um, of a p- pavilion, I don't know how to describe it. Um, a stage essentially at Centennial, yeah. Oh, and nice. so, the decision is what sh- there's two uh designs that you can pick from, and then you can ch- vote on which side of the park you wanted to put it on on the oh, south that's end. That's a good or the idea, north end. cool. Yeah, so they have like a steel and it's a good idea for Centennial Park because it's kind of like a... open space, ha- yeah. It's, a lot
0: of open space, doesn't have like a, any baseball diamonds, you know.
1: It's- yeah, it's it's pure like you can do you can run and you can do whatever but like yeah it, it's and it, it's there's like a, a wood design and then a, a steel and brick design for like a stage area and uh so you can pick either of those and like i said or cool. they're going to put it up on the north end or the south end i think the south end is the obvious choice yeah uh so yeah. you can be the people can sit on the hill so right. it, and it's good for this times so where people really shouldn't be right on top of each other so there was people spread out through the whole park and it had a pretty good crowd and they're getting food trucks there. So this past oh, wow. week was flows nice. and had, uh, you could get drinks and do whatever and you can, it's BYOB bring your own cooler. And uh, so it was pretty, it was nice. We were, we, we didn't stick around too, too long, but um, I think our kids all enjoyed it too. So it was fun. Just have kids are probably just happy to leave the house. Yeah, know? they. I think they just something different and get out and <laughs> run a little bit. And you know, Dylan seemed to be enjoying himself. He's a little guy and he kind of was getting up and down a little bit Good. on the hill. And so you know, yeah, and,
0: uh, and speaking of getting out, Clayton and I just after weeks of me trying to get him to play, Clayton and I went. It's been months. We've been we finally went and did a an Ivy
1: Pod disc golf outing. That was fun. Good Actually, should we should have went last weekend too. Yeah, um, I, I we'll have to get out again. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I gotta. It makes me want to go work on my game. I, I do. I did experience a little bit of tenderness of my <laughs> arm, shoulder, but it's just good. I yeah. needed it. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I would. Yeah, we, we definitely got to do that again. Maybe maybe post it. Yeah. See if anybody else wants to join us. Yeah. Why no, not? That was better probably with a foursome? I would. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, Quick shout-out to local independent podcasts, radio personalities, Hard Rock Radio Network, Retro Arcade, My Worst Holiday Podcast, Spark of Hope Podcast, Drunken Cousins Podcast, Audio Out Sessions on YouTube, LP Lunch Club Podcast, Loose Thursday Podcast, Three the Hard Way Podcast, Guys on the Radio Podcast, and Edge of Your Seat Podcast. I hope Edge of Your Seat has some content coming up. You know, they, they keep... Doing sports and then rolling it back and then so we'll see what happens with them. I was um good transition. yeah. Uh, speaking of uh like sports, have, did you listen to the um? The, you, Sorry, I'll, I'm good. Yep, me. Yep, it's a beer run, everybody. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I was gonna did, say. Did I listen to what, John? No, what did we? Oh no, the recent Bill Simmons uh, podcast where he interviewed. Um, I think it just came out today. Uh, where he interviewed Steve Kerr. Oh, no, I did not. So I hadn't really been following the NBA, you know, with the whole bubble ba- bubble basketball that they're doing down in Orlando. And it was kind of interesting to listen to those two talk about it because Steve Kerr, they're out. They're not even in it. Um, the the, the, the Gold Warriors? Six, they're not in it. They didn't make it. Oh!
1: Oh! Wow! Okay, a, I would just assume a, that he was in the bubble. No! No! He's yeah, out. yeah duh, No, because a, they're, they're terrible, like, they like a, a bunch season. of the guys were hurting everybody. Right, right.
0: Right. So it was it was just kind of fun. To, they were just talking as two fans who've been watching. They're talking about how you know great the play's been.
1: How it's really actually been kind of cool. How they yeah the and well the NBA's done, done a fantastic job. They haven't had any positive tests, have they? I had, don't think so. No, I That's don't think crazy. so. So like they, 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 it's they're fantastic. doing a good
0: job, and they're trying to put out good messages too. And but it was just kind of interesting to listen to them talk about. They started getting into like talking about the last dance too, and it was funny because it was neat to hear Steve Kerr say because he's coached now. He's had he's won multiple championships with yeah. Golden State, and and he's play his his teams were just ridiculously powerhouse yeah. teams. And despite that, he still says that you know like the '96 Bulls could play in, against today's teams. You know, and, and of course, sure he's maybe be partial. He was on the team, but that's coming from a guy who's coaching the best, some of the best players yeah, yeah. on the, the planet the, the Durant for basketball. Teams were and crazy. he, you know, he says, you know, that he's like, you know, that that Bulls team was built to play in today's, really, in any era. With the, they don't have, they didn't have the because well, then they, they go they went into detail about how today's basketball with the three point shooting, point yeah, is
1: different, the and, lack of and, defense,
0: yeah, and no, no, don't no, not. They don't do the down low big man as right. much as like they used to, and but right. even then the big that Bulls team was kind of built for that with right. guys like Tony Kukoc, a big man who could shoot threes. Right, and yeah, it was just a cool conversation. I'd I don't I, I like you
1: know, anything with Steve Kerr. Yeah, like. he's a cool guy. Yeah, just uh, he seems like a really down to earth mm-hmm. kind of guy. He's uh, he's a great podcast guest. I mean, and that and I and I. I'm glad you're getting into. It's funny because I'm normally the guy pushing the Bill Simmons content, and here, yeah. I, I haven't listened
0: to you. you well, he were, had a good week because he had Steve Kerr on, and that was a really good interview. And I haven't listened to it yet, but they did the rewatchables, did the Sandlot. I listened to it today. And then they're going to do Teen Wolf uh, <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Is coming really? on Thursday. I wow. think they're coming out with Teen Wolf. And I was like, wow, nice, nice week. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, the crazy thing is, I think I mentioned it on the last show when we were talking. Is like. Prior to you telling me about Bill Simmons, I didn't really know who Bill Simmons was. And I started listening to it, and it's like, he has all these huge people on his show. I was like, how did
1: I miss this guy? I mean, he was with ESPN for 15 years, probably, starting as the sports guy. You know, he had a column. Um, He's the book of basketball, the great big book of basketball. Like, you know, that was pretty well regarded back probably 10, 15 years, probably 15 years ago now. Yeah, Um, Yeah, like, just... And he started as just a columnist guy, kind of doing his own thing, blogging. Or uh, man, there's probably more to that story. But yeah, Boston sports guy and yeah, uh, very relatable though. He right? is.
0: Yeah, he just seems like he's like when you hear him talk, it's like definitely feels like a guy you just hang
1: out with, right? He's and he's he knows who knows his games. He knows who uh, knows sports. And he had he's had CC uh, Sabathia on a couple times. Yeah. Um, Talking race stuff and like, uh th- he just sits back and he's not afraid to just listen and 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 admit like, you know, hey, we, you know, as a company that, you know, the, it, they could do better. Oh, the ringer, yeah, yeah, the like Rays just in company. general and just yeah. like trying to just be thoughtful and 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 give people a a, a platform to to put stuff out there. He's it's not right. like he's he's not over political either. He's not no, at, all. Not at he's, all. He's just. And it's, it's refreshing. It's nice. He's And he he's getting better, too. He's continued to get better, because I listened to him when he was on ESPN forever, and he's just, it's good. And then not to get up his ass or whatever, but like... Sure. Man, like, yeah, and the, the, the Rewatchables is such a good show for him, and he doesn't, I don't even think he's on all of them. No, he's he, not. No. And that's fine, because he, he gets really good Although people. The, that and,
0: did, and, but then on the flip side, he, he did uh, uh, the Tom Hanks... Um, where he's
1: stuck on the island oh um uh, oh it's god. so funny because i've talked about this movie today oh my castaway. god castaway castaway he did that one alone <laughs> yeah you know as, <laughs> I, as a, a joke i remember that one that was and
0: he did a great job yeah and a great actually
1: um i made a point to watch that before i
0: i listened some to it, of the stuff the tidbits of information he threw out about that movie i was like i do need
1: i need to go it's, rewatch. it's that a now. really spectacular movie it is a good one it's yeah. uh it's really really good uh yeah, Tom Hanks has a new movie out. So, not to get too uh, off far off topic here, but he's we, got a thing on uh, Apple Plus. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, the, the, a, the World, World War Two mo- movie. Yeah, yeah. I
0: got to check the guys. We were talking about uh-huh. that last time with yeah. Dan Carlin's having him on. Yeah, yeah the, I want. I don't get Apple Plus, so right. I, but I uh, for I mean, if I if, would do a free trial just, just to watch it, yeah.
1: I, and there, I mean, I know my wife watched uh, the morning show, the, the one with Steve Carell and. Uh, Couple uh, it's, it's a couple women. It's a show on Apple Plus. Oh, it's called oh, The Morning okay. Show. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's not generic. That's yeah. the name of the show. Okay. Uh, that And we I watched some of it. That show is really good, too. So, I'm a that, sucker for the World War II stuff. I think yeah. my dad kind of imbued did me you, with that. Did you watch the movie that probably came out in 20, late 18, early 19? 1942? Yeah. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was a...
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we might have even talked Ooh, about this. I bet we did, yeah. On the show. Yeah, I we did. Because I remember yeah. it was in my basement, yeah. yeah, when we were talking about it, because... It's a phenomenal show. In fact, it's funny bringing it up. I was been wanting to sit down and make my kids sit and watch that show because it's that movie. Yeah, it's, it's okay. That's, I, what, that's how figure. good I think it is. Okay, you know, I'd like to watch Saving Private Ryan, but because that's a newer movie, maybe it's <laughs> the new effects. The, the I don't want to spoil how they do it, but just the way that film is shot. It should win an Oscar for cinematography. I mean, it's, it's didn't really it? Good. Wasn't it already all? Didn't it go through that all yet? I don't think so. No, okay. No, I don't think that happened yet. All right. Yeah. But, see, I'm yeah all, we're all, so all. yeah, I'm I'm a little bit in the 19. I'm, not, I'm in the World War II kind of theme. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: I got that rolling around in my head right now because I've been. Um, wasn't it, it free on the uh PlayStation Network for the PSN members or whatever?
0: What's that? <laughs> uh, oh, the <laughs> new Call of, War, World Call, War. Call of Duty Call of Duty World War 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. and,
1: and that, it was, that's
0: funny that's weird. It's like no, I that's well that was July. I, that's not why it's rolling around yeah. although I've been wanting to play that. Um <laughs> No, I've been, I've been listening or uh, watching I downloaded it. so Rogan's been nailing it out of the park huh? uh with his podcast guests. Lately, I mean, as always, I mean, he's, he's awesome, and obviously we're fanboys of Joe Rogan, we talk about him uh, many times, but, I mean, he has Oliver Stone on, and who's who has this untold history of the United States, and, uh, I mean, it's really interesting stuff. I mean, just the spin, and he covers, deeply covers World War II, and some of the stuff I just never knew a damn thing about.
1: I mean, yeah. obviously, that's the point of the we show. Get, we get the uh, history textbook version.
0: yeah like the right. whole the whole thing with the i think his name is Henry Wallace i knew the vp for fdr I, I knew nothing about him and his very significant role and then the uh the shenanigans that the democratic party did to make sure he would not be the vp on his the fdr's final term and like it was like crazy stuff going on like the, so the you can enlighten us
1: i mean we got time
0: well i mean uh basically the At that time, and I'm not even sure how this relates to how they do it now, but at that time, at the Democratic Convention, it was in Chicago, and they were supposed to have a vote for who the vote was for the VP for FDR because he was going to be going for, I think, a fourth term. But uh, and um, the Wallace was the clear choice. He was the he was he was a guy in 1942 or or 44 who was calling for racial, you know, equality for. All people, for women, for all races, for—and and he was, like, really, uh, he was going around the world, getting all sorts of people on our side. And he was just a really very common man-focused person, like right. a, just a traditional democratic blue-collar. Trying to
1: get basic, basic rights. For- yeah,
0: yeah, really, yeah, just, like, like not, you know, like the, the old-school kind of, like, blue-collar type guy, you know, that's the common man. And he was very popular with people— and, but the, the high ups in the Democratic Party at the time didn't like him because the high ups were big corporate guys, mm-hmm. big, big, big business guys. And they were supposed to have a vote and they somehow shut down the vote. Like they shut down the entire convention right when they were supposed to have the vote. And then they started paying people off. And with the delay, I mean, it's, I, I you know, I've I mean, been blowing smoke on my butt because I don't remember the exact how they did it, but they, they screwed up the election so that intentionally to prevent him from getting elected, and then they got Truman elected and, and instead. And FDR was so close to death that he didn't put up a fight, even though Wallace was his pick. You know, when they chose Truman t- to be his the pick, um, he just went along with it because he I mean, he was he was very sick. He, right? he died not that far later.
1: Um, so, hey, how, yes. I, that's how the VP gets picked, or that's how it was See, picked that's at that
0: time. At the time, yeah. I, uh so I, I guess fdr had the ability to somehow circumvent what happened but he chose not to or he just he just was passive at that point and was was really dying practically i mean uh so he probably could have stepped in and made sure he was his vp once again cuz he had previously been his vp um so I didn't know any of this shit. I mean, it's like I it was like, I, what, why are we? What? Yeah. No, <laughs> but then like he the goes ju- down the he goes down the the road of you know is like what would have happened if he would have got the nomination because he would have certainly then became president, and then you know a lot of things could have happened. It, it's an interesting show. I, I like to well with pr- how the World War Two progressed or yeah well the bomb dropping the bomb right you know and 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 every and how the war ended. It's it's a it, you know. Oliver Stone, you know, he 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 draws criticism. You know, people are quick to judge because you know he's more of a, a left-leaning guy. Very so people, much, right? So, he,
1: he was behind uh, the Kennedy, uh, JFK, right. assassin. Yeah, what's and, that movie? Know, uh, the JFK. The, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. So
0: yeah, he's a left-leaning guy. You know, but you know, he's not a. If you listen to this show closely, you will realize that we, uh, Clayton and I, we both. You know, we we pretty much are wide open to ideas all across the board. So I mean it's like I, I it's it's weird because sometimes people are like, Oh, Oliver Stone directed that. I'm not gonna watch that. I, I don't right. wanna see that. I, I refuse to even look at it. You <laughs> right. know, it's like you know, it's it's crazy. It's like I mean, geez, I I like Ben Shapiro and he's conservative, and then I like uh, Oliver Stone and he's Democrat. Right. I mean he's like you can like both he's things, a people. Though, it, is isn't he? Okay, <laughs> it is okay to like both things. What's right.
1: that? He's a Ben Shapiro's a little scuzzy. He's a little scuzzy, but <laughs> hey, he's, he makes some funny points.
0: He well, he he he's also, part of the intellectual dark web, you know. Yeah, you know, right,
1: right. Was is there, was there a handful of guys in that? Well, It's got Joe
0: Rogan. It's got Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris. It's like uh, the Weinstein and Brett Weinstein. Which if you is it Weinstein? We, Weinstein. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. but the funny thing about that that list of people. You've got conservative, you've got a progressive, you've got a liberal, you've got a
1: another conservative. If you have ish. to categorically put if them into to, something, you know,
0: it's a, it's a wide and they're all group.
1: not afraid to debate. No, not and at not, all. And None of them are. Yeah, I, I you're right. Uh, yeah, it, it's. It, 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 so I, I had to bring that up
0: because, like, you say, "Oh, I watch the Oliver Stone show." I was like,
1: "Oh, sure, you're watching that." Like, I had to like connect the dots with that. Because, it, like with him, and that's I'm that. not watching. That. I don't. I'm not like a huge uh not a huge movie guy. I'm also not overly political. I think I probably am more now in the last 5 or 6 years. So I I like read more on it. I think just from having a smartphone and I I'm tr- sort of off social media in general. Like I'll I'll use a little Instagram, but in general I don't go on Facebook as much anymore. Sure. I don't go on it at all actually the last it's couple a of months. A good so idea. I have weaned off oh. it completely. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Uh, it's uh, there's no point but I also I click through the news app all the time, like something news gonna happen, and then I and nothing ever does. So th- I'm not better. Like it's not like I'm just aimlessly picking up my phone for no reason. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I had to be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, Oliver Stone. Yeah, of course he's a left wing guy, obviously. But yeah, I, I forgot that. So when you said it, it was like, oh, he's just likes this conspiracy stuff and that. It, it, it can be dangerous by all means. Uh, John Oliver had a good episode on that a couple weeks ago about how conspiracy theories can spiral out of control and people can uh, start getting a ton of false beliefs. We've seen a ton of that the last four years where yeah. people just, like, if it even has a, a hint of logic to it or they can connect the dots, they go, well, yeah, obviously. Sure. Yeah, no, there couldn't have been a lone gunman. The bullet would never do that. It's like, mm. because they understand how, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, and that's, like, the, the origins of, well, he's a quack because he thinks – there was there was more than one gunman. The other people are going, well, he's a quack because he thinks there was only one. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you guys are both. Uh, no one knows anything here. We're yeah. all just talking out of our asses. But yeah. okay, yeah, and, right. and that's why, like, I, I actually really, I, I like conspiracy for the sake of conspiracy, for the sake of the discussion. But it's dangerous too because uh, everybody always tries to make sense of everything. Yeah. And like, cause we're human, right? It's, 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 it, and I think what the thing that I like in this to the best is like when someone dies, there's always gotta be a reason. Well, well they, they died. Well, why? Why'd they die? What well, was their time. Yeah. Well, so God was calling them or did they have a heart attack? Is it because they ate fried chicken every Friday night? Or is it <laughs> like, why, why did the, why did that guy go shoot him? It couldn't have just been one guy. One guy couldn't possibly do that all by himself. That's insane. Had to be. Uh, multiple people involved. How could one guy do that? Because our our brains tell us that doesn't make sense. that right. One guy would make this dramatic of a change that would affect us all. That's just not. No, it needs to be bigger than that because it's had a big effect on me. So it had to be. Couldn't it just be one dude made some <laughs> one crazy decision, right? <laughs> right. So so we, we go. go down well, this, obviously we it go had down to this be. Road. Yeah. Now we're, all of a sudden we've got. The mafia and the CIA and, I mean, it all makes sense. See, on the 33rd day at 9 o'clock, it, and then we start doing, like, the numerology shit, and it's like, well, <laughs> obviously it makes complete sense. And then here we are, and there was 92 people involved, and not a single one of them spoke up about it later, but yeah, hey— it was a conspiracy, so and I and I that doesn't mean I believe one way or the other about Kennedy or any other stuff, but like it can be kind of dangerous, you know. Like, well, I mean, Bill Gates, he's chipping us all with these uh, vaccines. I don't know if you know that, John, but he's doing gonna, what? He's going to put microchips in us when when we get our our coronavirus, our COVID two, SARS COVID two vaccines. Oh, oh. Uh, that's going to be Bill Gates trying to put chips in us. Oh well, good. What yeah. a chip in me! I don't care. Is that right? Yeah, Alexa's already listening to me. Right. Well, we just got another one of those in our house, so we're Did bugged you? to I, the oh, hill. I was just
0: talking with my parents about that because you know, Mom, if you're listening, she 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 actually uses Alexa to listen to our show. So, you're she. Uh, oh, Alexa. Perfect. Wait, I got Alexa. Play some music and see Good. if that works. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Play. It sorry. Loud. Shameless. Um, That's great. No, but yeah, she she said something about. Uh, Does she have
1: like the dot the echo?
0: Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. She would say something about, "Oh, it's listening to me all the time," and I'm like, you know, I really don't think there's somebody sitting at a desk right now listening to just you, out of the five plus million, ten right. million
1: people who have one of these devices. Right. They're not going right. to listen unless they think they can make money off you. So right.
0: Well, <laughs> no I mean, targeted I, ads, maybe. I'm, I'm, I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing. A person <laughs> isn't listening to you. But AI is. Uh, right, right. That's different. They right. are, you know, that, that, that's very true. AI is listening to you right. and they are gathering data. So you're thinking about taking will... a
1: vacation to Disney World, huh? Mm. I heard you and the wife talking about it earlier. Yeah. Just throwing a few vacation deals at you. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, you know? <laughs> Which can Good. be useful. Hey, Saves I've been getting me some, some killer Killer ads for cookware. I'm thinking about getting a new stainless pan. Gonna try to, uh, you know, uh, Start some of the the nonstick stuff. We're you know starting to replace. Maybe probably get some other nonstick too. But it's wearing out. Don't want to wear use it too long. Might get cancer, right? You know, right. Sure. Because of of Teflon and yeah, whatnot have been told. Be careful. Uh, so you know I get some great ads. Thanks, Alexa. <laughs> I don't know. They got they got stuff to sell. They got to make money too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she say, Alexa, please or play? You know, Illinois, Illinois Valley, Valley all, Podcast.
0: All, yeah. Is it Illinois Valley? Podcast? I haven't tried it okay. since we've changed the name. Yeah. Speaking of that, we did change our name. We are Illinois Valley Podcast. Big reba- Big rebranding effort.
1: Should we trademark that?
0: I was thinking about that.
1: I yeah. don't know what's that cost. A uh, hundred bucks. Is that it? About that, I think. I think we've sold some sponsors. But
0: going, I wanted to go back <laughs> before because I feel myself going down a tangent. Um, sorry. Going back to Joe Rogan. I mean, because we were talking about like the whole. You know, left-leaning and right-leaning. This is why I like him because, in one week, he had on Ben Shapiro, and then he had Oliver Stone on, and then he had on, or prior to that, he had on, you know, you know, like Weinstein this this uh, you know, the 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 professor? He had on the, these guys uh, who were you know have a lot of knowledge into the, the UFO stuff.
1: Mhm. Oh um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I I get sucked right into that. Well,
1: that's that's like a
0: huge story
1: but no one's talking
0: about it. Oh god, yeah. By the way, everybody, I mean, no there joke, are UFOs. The FBI Well, I guess this was I actually wrote this down. No, that was back on July 23rd. The FBI admitted and said that off-world vehicles not made on this earth they 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 admitted that 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 phrase was used this was in the new york times Uh, this is ralph blumenthal leslie keen july 23rd new york times the fbi is coming out and saying that there truly are these things that exist that they do not know what they are and then there was a researcher who apparently worked at a lab who worked on these things and they trying to reverse engineer what these products were and they still they couldn't figure out what they were which goes back to the whole Bob Lazar thing from right. back in, because I remember when I was, I was 10 years old, when I saw that, that interview with Bob Lazar, him coming out and saying, yeah, I worked in this lab, and I worked on these things that were, there's no way that they were made in, in we, there's no way that man made these things the way that they they worked and uh and everybody thought he was crazy and as a kid I was just like oh my god there's aliens this is amazing and then time I got older and I kind of let it go like you know no that's uh that's stupid it's it's not real you know reality come on let's be real and then now here we are 30 years later Bob Lazar is still saying the exact same story right. and now the FBI is kind of confirming sort of kind of What he said, it's like, what the F is going on? We're all like, we're talking about the virus, which we should, but it's like, at the same time, this sort of thing is going on. I don't know if it's conspiracy theory, but now the FBI is saying it's real, so it's like, what is going on? It doesn't,
1: it seems completely feasible to me, like, that there's, at least UFOs, like, I'm not saying we've talked to aliens or whatever, but like, come on we a speck of dust Well, these, you know. these these
0: stories about the that the the airline pilots reporting with video to back it up showing these things that move it, at air rates force that, people and all yeah, that stuff that, yeah. that these things that moving at rates that are not comprehensible they right. they move too fast That's right. that, that we, we we they don't follow our physics right that we've 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 designed through our jet propulsion systems so it's a yeah, I, I hate to go down this road on the show, but I can't help. Yeah, well,
1: but bring the episode this up. the episode uh, was on Rogan with uh, what is it? George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell. They're Jeremy Corbell the, is. They're, they're director. the Ancient Aliens guys, right?
0: No, I don't. I, no, George Knapp is. Well, I don't know about ancient. Isn't a- that the show that the History Channel show? Do I am I that, mixed up here? You, no, you're right that that's the History Channel show. I don't really watch that. I I, I Jeremy Corbell is is a director and he's directed some docu- oh that's documentaries. right he directed the uh, the Bob Lazar documentary, and then there was uh, the uh, who did you? What was the name he just said? Ancient Aliens? Oh, the other guy, the uh, J- George Knapp. Yeah, George. Um, George Knapp was the guy who originally interviewed Bob Lazar back in nineteen eighty nine. Oh, okay. And he, what's Ancient Aliens then? Why? Ancient think,
1: Aliens is a show. Uh, is on a show, Discord. but are they not affiliated with it? No, I don't ah, believe
0: they're affiliated. Right. And and I think Ancient Aliens is like they they take everybody with any. That shit idea about something—it's just trash. Yeah. Really. It's, it's kind of trash. Yeah, it's kind of trash. I would. I would. Yeah. I. I. I stopped. I watched like one episode of that. And I'm like, okay, I see what you guys yeah. are doing here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that You're was playing on my.
1: basically everything on the History Channel's uh, chat trash. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah it's It's unwatchable that? channel. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion. I stopped, yeah. yeah. it's. I mean, this it's, goes it's, back like is. five it's years garbage. for me where it was like, oh, I don't need to watch Storage Wars or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, with. Storage
0: <laughs> Wars fans, but yeah, sorry. That's not what I mean. That's fine. Storage Wars is a fine show, but not on History
1: Channel. Right, right, right. Well, and then, but even the history content that they have now is garbage. So, but, okay. So, yeah, that, that, I'm sorry. I didn't bring but no, up. I, 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 uh, so, oh yeah. To get back
0: to my point, so Joe Rogan, he has, he has, <laughs> he has a uh, Shapiro Stone, he has these uh, the alien conspiracy guys. He had some um, some professors at multiple colleges, like, and then and then after all these like back to back like really like high intelligent you know like collegiate so- sophisticated people, stuff. he has, he has a three and a half hour like microdose shroom session with Post Malone, where the two guys were high as kites. Like, and it's just like only Joe, rog- only Joe Rogan could do this. Did you listen to it? I did. The whole thing? Yeah. Was it good? It's hilarious. <laughs> really? It's like, you know, it's just, you feel Nonsense. like. Nonsense. I almost wish I was like, you know, messed up on something, you know, what, listening just to it just to be, slightly. just to be like part of the crowd. <laughs> right. Because I'm listening to it stone sober and I'm listening to these guys
1: and they're having such a good time talking about this goofy stuff. I've and, skipped past podcasts where I was like, I'm not in this frame. I right, can't, exactly. I can't, right. Can't it's do like, this I wasn't right in now. the frame,
0: of, right frame of mind to, to listen, but it's like. Holy cow, they're having just so much fun and just shooting the shit and talking about goofy stuff. And yeah, so that, you know, I just, that was my greater point is Joe Rogan just continues to knock it out of the park. Way to go, Joe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and po- political, all that stuff, like, it, and it's funny because they it, both. <laughs> like Joe Rogan, he's a right wing, and then all of a sudden it's like, nah I don't, I don't think so. No, if you listen to him, he's exact opposite. Yeah, he's he would very have voted liber- for Bernie Sanders. He's very, yeah,
0: he even said he was, he's, he's very liberal, which is why you just can't get your. This is a, another greater point I'd like to make is like you just, you really got to be careful about getting your news off Twitter and Facebook. Uh, oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah, county not, board it's not, member. It's not a uh, good
0: it, place to get your news and also medical advice.
1: Yeah, you know, well, may, LaSalle you know. County County Board Member, uh LaSalle County Board Member voted against the mask use, which she's the only one, and she said, "Well, I saw a story on Facebook, and immediately it's like, oh, dang it, lady, you know you shouldn't do that. You're an elected. If you do, don't admit it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I mean, you gotta. I mean, you can start there." But you got to take it outside of there. Yeah, like you yay. have to like let's bet this. Let's bet uh, this. Yes. And I'm not saying you can't get good information there. You just have to be. You have to. It has to be. You need a secondary source. Like right. probably most of the time. Yeah. You know, I, if you I, trust your aunt Betsy and she gives you a brownie recipe on Facebook, go on and make that recipe. I'm sure it's good. But if someone's telling you something on there that sounds like counter to, I don't even know. It just. I don't know, maybe that's what they want you to believe or something. But, man, like, just be careful about where you where you get your information and and, and 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 pay attention to the source of it and maybe what their motivation potentially could be and, like, just vet it. And I'm not even saying you have to believe what everybody else believes. You may have a good opinion and, and a counter-opinion to mask use. That's sure. fine. That's fine. But, man, like, I, I mean, if you're a politician – don't say that. Yeah, right. To the newspaper. <laughs> ah. But, Okay, fine. I don't. Should share like Sheridan or something like that? Okay, whatever, lady. It's fine. You're you're okay. I'm sure. <laughs> Got to have one counter to you know. We can't have all yays and no nays. I suppose so. I don't know why you made me think of this. You brought up
0: <laughs> a you brought up a recipe online. Yeah. from your Aunt Betsy. Joe, uh, it was uh, Bill Burr on the Monday Morning Podcast. I've been listening to. Monday morning podcast frequently and uh which I'm surprised because as a result of listening to him, I find myself throwing F bombs out yeah. a lot more around my wife. So I'm surprised I've I've held true, you know, I haven't started throwing them out here on the show, but he had a he was he was talking about recipe websites. And it was just like What's the deal with the website? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, I, I, I just want the recipe. <laughs> I got to scroll through 47 I, pages of garbage yeah, to get to
1: it. I just want the darn right. Re- why, why Why? do you got to do this recipe website? Yeah, yeah, it's hard. you like, well, I clicked on this thinking I was going to find the ingredients I need to make said dish. Right. And I can't find it. Yeah. Like it it's just, it's just, it's just every barrier possible to getting <laughs> to it. You're like... I'm serious. I just want to make I what one of them. I had that that experience. I tried making like a um, boneless pork spare rib, like a braised uh, taco like thing. So like a lime chipotle type season, like a spicy uh, where you you know a braise. You sear it first. You throw it in the oven at a low temperature for several hours, and then you bring it out. You know you. But whatever. And it's a whole thing. And and it I was like click trying to thumb my way through it going, yeah. where the hell? I just want what do I need for what do I need to make sure I have on hand to be able to make this recipe? Yeah. And uh turned out okay, but yeah, it was frustrating. I I, I, I uh, agree with Bill Burr. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass.
0: Which uh the uh I mentioned it before, but the uh outdoor cooking in the Illinois Valley, that Facebook page, which is you know at a time when there's plenty of garbage outdoor that is not garbage you know if you want to find some good positivity and you live in the Illinois Valley outdoor cooking in the Illinois Valley is the place to be which it just keeps growing and they just brought something up they were they were talking about like trying to pool together recipe ideas although they for like some kind of cookbook or something which if they made like a website or, or like a place where you could just go get the, the recipe that's a, that's a good idea Mm -hmm. I like that idea that'd be awesome but uh, Clayton take a break yeah let's take a quick break we'll be right back back and we just tried it we just did a uh for the first time ever a live instagram story of clayton pouring value of midnight beer clayton
1: where would you get this from in princeton the barrel society the barrel society in princeton nice uh it's a good spot they have like a little bottle shop in the back where you can get like high-end uh Bourbon and beer and or uh, and and Scotch and whiskey, all that nice. you know, all that jazz, like all those varieties. Of, I'm sure there's other tequilas and shit like that, but you know, really good beer, like uh, yeah. super high end. And and the cool part about there is, uh, you know, it's it's probably smaller to breweries that that don't have super wide distribution, so they're not available in like at your like Rudy's or, or Hermans or whatever. Sure, and. You can just go there and pick them up. So we're drinking Hot Butcher Save the World. Um, Hot Butcher for the World, I'm sorry, is the brewery. And they're from Darien, so it's not like they're that far away, but they just they just don't have distribution down here. I don't think they, they're that big either, but they're getting pretty good recognition because they make kick-ass
0: hazies. Yeah, and that's well, what drinking this, this, is. this I one feel just, like I might go off the rails for this final Hour
1: of the show. Well, good. The final final uh, thirty minutes of the whatever we I, do here. We're dosing ourselves a little <laughs> bit. We're going to have a good time. Oh God! And we'll, we won't ramble on too much, but uh, but it'll be after when you do the editing that things will start That's to really slip. Be right? Dry. Yeah, it's going to get tricky. Uh, but yeah, so we're for the the uh, what have you been up to? Things of the week portion of the show. Uh, we're drinking. We're drinking hot butcher beer. That I got at at the Barrel Society in Princeton. Sweet. Which so if you if you're a, a beer guy and you're or you're interested in becoming a beer guy, I recommend them. And they're not yeah. a sponsored peep, uh, you know, by any stretch. But they they we got to give them but credit. Like, all the they employees totally. were masked up over there. They like, should sponsor us. Yeah, uh, they that. they have food trucks and do different things. They have different vendors out there selling their food, and cool. uh, it looks like a cool spot. They have a really good social media presence too, so you always know what they have. In stock, and what's going on there, too, which is okay. cool. Like, the guys really got it together. I think tonight is uh, uh, bring your own record, so you oh, can bring really? your own, yeah. Bring your own, like, old albums to, to listen to. Uh, when you know, I was a kid, my I used to play this
0: Muppets. Oh, yeah, Every, everybody record. had that record, that record, yeah, yeah. with a mama. My,
1: my, my kids on. are into the Muppets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Did you have the uh, christmas record with uh alvin and the chipmunks oh god who did yeah i mean we still play that
0: Do you over really? and over and over again yeah well,
1: not the record but
0: that song like yeah. those
1: songs yeah if i totally. was feeling a little better i would, not that i'm sick but like i tr- i can't even mimic that song but that 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 chipmunk s- oh yeah the uh, i can hear it in my head but i, I can't I yeah can't i'm not gonna it i'm not going i am not going to attempt that one <laughs> yeah yep i remember playing that on the hi-fi yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going there. Which which of the chipmunks were you?
0: I always related to Alvin.
1: Okay, you were yeah, an Alvin. You're I'm, a red guy.
0: Yeah, I re- I liked wow. Alvin. even though you know it just he was always he seemed like he had the most fun. So
1: I was Theodore. I yeah. was Theodore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I liked green and I was small. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> made sense, right? Yeah, sure. My brother Alvin, he was an Alvin. Yeah, he he was bigger, uh, and you know his name started with A. So he was Alvin. Exactly. You know, makes complete sense, right? And I don't know who Simon was. I don't think anybody wanted to be him. He was the nerdy one. He was the nerdy one, yeah. yeah.
0: I, should, I guess, suppose I should have related to him, because I, I think I'm sort of nerdy, but right. Yeah. Alvin was like, just seemed like he had more fun, I don't he know. He did.
1: He was a good time.
0: <laughs> hey, I had to throw it out there. We mentioned it at the beginning of the show, patreon.com. We got some new Patreons, uh, patrons, mm. uh,
1: Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good news. We're on board. It's cool. my parents. But oh, good. But we'll still, you know, we'll, hey. still, we'll take it. You didn't have to tell everybody that. <laughs> yeah. You right, could have yeah. just stopped it that we have new patrons.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got some new but patrons. But they figured
1: out how to pay,
0: which is probably... No. No, no. They did not <laughs> uh, figure out how to pay. <laughs> okay. They gave me cash, and I have to figure it out, uh, okay. which is a complicated thing, because part of the thing of going on Patreon is getting the people to subscribe. You know, that's kind of yeah. the fun of it. ...is being the Patreon, so yeah, so that's kind of the downside of it. Did you give them some shirts? (laughs) No, they've had, they've got shirts, (laughs) yeah, yeah, they've got shirts, so... But yeah, no, support us on Patreon, we'd appreciate it. It's only a buck a month, that's 12 bucks for the year. About the same price as two movie rentals these days... You can support our show for the <laughs> entire year. Depends on if it's a new release.
1: Right? It's yeah, a new release <laughs> for Well, bucks. whatever, yeah. You can sponsor what's for 2 you, years just to Did watch you see
0: one. what their chart they're, char- they're going to um What's the shoot the uh the uh the martial arts Disney show about it's a it's another one of their taking the cartoons and turning it to a live action show. It's uh, oh, I about think the I girl who's like a prin- not She's not a princess, but she's a warrior.
1: Oh, my God. It's not Xena. No. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm gonna look warrior. it
0: up. I'm gonna look it up. Um, Disney... It's gonna be like 30 bucks. Just to, to, for to, like, to, like a new move release. Mulan. Mulan. Oh, really? Yeah, 30. So, Disney Plus, since obviously everything that's going on, they're not doing theaters right now, unless you're going to Earlville, Earlville Drive-In. Um, shout out to Earlville Drive-In. You know, they're kicking... I guess they've had a big influx of people going which you know is is something amazing. to do. Yeah. So great. good for them. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Uh but yeah, Mulan is gonna go straight to Disney Plus now, but they're gonna charge 30 bucks to watch it.
1: Wow. You and have to just, have like a viewing party. Everybody yeah, everybody kick in, right? I guess it's almost so. like a pay-per-view. Yeah, really. And, and you know true. what I mean, what did it cost? I mean, like, so you take say not even your family. Say you and the two older boys go to a go to a, a show. Sure. What do you spend it?
0: Well, I'm cheap, so I always make them load up their pockets, and I load up my pockets with, yeah, with garbage. So we only pay the tickets. Oh, sure. So that's gonna be, you know, for them, it's like eight, nine, you
1: know, sixteen, twenty-five bucks. But that's that's because I know, I'm cheap. You're going, but still, like, but, so it's not. I mean, you're right. It's it's awfully pricey, but they're trying to get paid, man. Like they spent a lot of money making it.
0: Oh yeah, I, I know. I I know. I, I well, It's crazy. Like, they're going get... into uncharted territory right now. Right. With these big giant blockbuster movies, and now trying to go VOD. Right. right off the
1: bat. Well,
0: so and I, I think, don't like the trolls. Them. I just the trolls trolls think that's a World tour
1: movie, like just shredded. Like they they made a ton of money. Yeah. That. Now yeah. I don't know if they made as much. They as didn't They didn't charge 20, thirty bucks though. It was what twenty? Well, I think that's a good number though. I think yeah. they
0: I think that's where it should that's be. That's like the $5 I uh, could,
1: value I, meal thing. Like don't go if you get over 5 bucks people like start to lose interest. Yeah,
0: right. You know, I could for the family, like I would sit down and pay $20 for a brand new movie if it was really like a big right. blockbuster. Sure. I probably would do that. We did 30 Scooby. Eh. We did
1: we did the Scooby movie which has like I didn't see, but the the uh, Trolls World Tour one we did too.
0: I don't even know what I'm saying. $20. I mean, I'm I get upset when I have to pay the 6. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what's the right thing anymore. But they have to do something because they're not going... Nobody's going to the theaters. Yeah, the whole industry is just shut down. AMC is going to... They're going to go bottom up. I mean, I don't... Nobody... Even if they do come back, I mean, it's going to be... I mean, that's the reality of the situation. I mean, it's going to be potentially...
1: It's catastrophic. or
0: two years before things are truly normal. I mean, once they make a vaccine... That just might help, but there then there's going to gonna be, be new weight. strands of it. I told you. I told you on the last show. I got all conspiracy theory about my whole well, the fact that this thing got unleashed from a Chinese Blah. Chinese lab. I mean, that's that's not the reason I brought that up is because you know they engineered they potentially engineered this disease to be infectious. So it's not gonna just end here. It's gonna mutate, and then we're really fucked. So do mm, like, you th- think
1: so? Yeah, I do think so. It probably already has. Then, if that's a theory, right? So we're what eight months into this, uh, you know, nine, ten. I mean, it probably was in the United States way earlier than they think, and we're not going to talk about it, so it doesn't matter anyway. But yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> How about that? Anything.
0: Anyway. So, you know what? Let's, let's bring it back to something historical. Illinois Valley-related stuff. We've been, we've oh, got to, yeah. We've been kind of putting this we off, for, We forgot. So there's a couple things. Um, our, our friends at the LaSalle County Historical Society posted some videos on their website. So you can go to their website, you can go to their Facebook site, or you can go to... They have a YouTube channel for LaSalle County Historical Society. You know, we we re-interviewed Davey and Amanda um and they recently interviewed um not Oh god. Here it is. Where I wrote it down. It's not it's for Sunny Jim Bottomley. But but they had on shoot. I wrote it down somewhere.
1: About Sunny Jim.
0: Yeah. Hang on. Hang on, Oh Jesus.
1: James Durden.
0: nope. no, not that one. Shoot. I
1: don't know. James Leroy
0: Bottomley. Nope, that's Sonny Jim. I think it was Leland. I think the name was might might have been Leland that they had in, it was a second cousin of 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 uh yeah, no, I think it was Leland Bottomley, who was a cousin. Of James, you know, Bottomley, the Sunny Sunny Jim, who so, and they have it's about a 48 minute video on YouTube. It's it's cool. I I, I started to watch it a little bit. I was at work, so I, I really couldn't I couldn't watch it too much. I started I tried to listen to a little bit, but it was one of those shows where you had to like really listen. So I I really didn't listen too much. But I read the the biography that they had on the Lasalle County Historical Society website, which was, you know. We talked about him a little bit when and when uh, Amanda and Davy were on the show, but th- this guy was—he was born in Oglesby, and this was at a time when baseball was truly at his infancy. And he was walking miles to go do like this part-time, semi-pro baseball thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and, for
1: five bucks a game, semi-pro, and uh, he would and, walk it what eight miles each way.
0: And the 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 the, the same guy who. Brought Jackie Robinson to the majors, you know, caught wind of Bottomley and brought him to the majors as Branch well. Rain Tricky. Rain Tricky? No, Branch,
1: Branch that the, that Ricky. Branch was That was the name of the guy that signed Jackie Robinson and also Branch uh, Ricky. Okay, Sonny thank Jim Bottomley.
0: Yes. And he went on to have just a crazy awesome career. He's a Hall and of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he, he had a game where he had. He holds the record, well no, he held 12 the 12 RBIs. 12 RBIs, <laughs> one of them being a grand slam, another a home run. I mean, insane
1: statistics. And he's from Oglesby. That's what the the field is named after, right? Yep, there are the Oglesby. Park. Yep.
0: So, uh and this but, is uh, an article that was on the LaSalle County Historical Society's we we found this on their website, so we you know to shout out to them because we're totally ripping it off. Um, you know, his he was a son to a coal miner who worked for LaSalle Carbon Coal Company. Grew up in a modest house, from across from Lehigh Mill. Uh, let's see here, yeah. For pr- pleasure in his downtime, Bottomley played semi-pro for five bucks a game.
1: That's how he got got noticed.
0: Yeah, and uh, Bottomley's bright smile and pleasant demeanor earned him the nickname Sonny Jim. And he was known for wearing his cap cocked to one side over his left eye, a symbol of good nature that played well off with fellows that, that hi- I find, I, describing describing him really, as a country-style crackerjack humor.
1: Right. Well, and that's why uh, the Cubs' former relief pitcher, uh, who wore it to the kick, that, Oh, yeah. He's on the Reds now.
0: Yeah. Um, they that's got, why he did that?
1: No, he, he, he wears it sideways because he wants to, he, when he was a kid, is he he did that, and, and he heard someone else did that, and he did it because that's to remind him that he's supposed to have fun when he's playing baseball. Um, I was going to say, Albert Almora. Uh, what's his name? He's on the Cubs for like 10 years. Jeez, yeah. Uh, I could picture his face. Oh. It doesn't matter. Let's move on with the story, and I'll anyway. shout it out here in a few seconds. Yeah,
0: when you think of it. Yeah. So uh, 1924, Bottomley set a major league record By driving in 12 runs in a single game, a record that would not be tied for 69 more years. He, uh, in 1926, Bottomley led the Cardinals to World Series, beating the Yankees in a seven-game battle. Bottomley played with the Cardinals for a full decade through 1932, including four World Series, 1926,
1: 28, 30, and 31. You know what's crazy about that? That he, those four World Series, the 1927 Yankees are considered the greatest team of all time, but no one talks about the team that won the World Series the year before and the year after. Now, come on, in a three-year run, who's better, the team that won the World Series two out of three years or the team that won it one out of three hey, years, right? Anything
0: that rags so, on the Yankees,
1: I'm okay well, with
0: that. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> even, if it is, even if it is the Cardinals. They won those titles. I mean, that's crazy. So, I mean, that, that was considered the greatest, one of the greatest teams of all time. And I, I know those Cardinals teams back when were legendary, but, like, that's impressive. And, and it was yeah. led by someone from Oglesby.
0: So that's pretty neat. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, he, he, Sonny Jim was the perfect baseball star at a time when the sport wished to be known, in, known as a gentleman's game. In 1928, eight professional baseball writers served as committee men with the National League. Together, they voted bottomly the most valuable player. Five years before wrapping up his baseball career... February fourth, nineteen thirty-three, Bottomley married Elizabeth, Elizabeth Betty Brauner of St. Louis. Um, he returned to baseball as a talent scout for the Cardinals and later the Chicago Cubs. Nineteen fifty-seven, he managed the Pulaski Cubs of the Class D Appalachian League. And while Christmas shopping with his wife on December eleventh, nineteen fifty-nine, Bottomley passed away from a heart attack at the age of fifty-nine. Yeah, yikes! That sucks. So uh but yeah no so so but the, you know what we're bringing this up is and I'm sorry I I I thought I wrote down who wrote this and maybe they didn't post it maybe I'm mixing it up with the other story we have here but uh so I'm sorry to whoever wrote this I would appreciate to I would rather give you credit but um this was from the LaSalle Historical Society and they had a temporary exhibit for Sonny Jim and but the video, I mean, check it out. They, they got a YouTube video, and, and it's like a it's it's with his his second cousin. I'm pretty sure it's Leland. Check it out. I mean, any local content, I think, is kind of cool. So yeah, uh, the the Cubs pitcher is Pedro Strop.
1: Thank you. That's and, it. Did and, you think of that, or did you look it up? I looked it up. Yeah. Okay. But I, I I would I, if I gave it another minute, I would have thought of it. But then I have just sitting right there the phone. It's just it knows it's, everything. <laughs> um, you know. What's so funny is like the the uh, people look at looked at him and they were like, ah, put his head on straight, Blah. It's like stroke. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I heard the, that. Yep, Sonny yep. Jim Bottomley didn't do that. No, right? You did say that to him? No, no, he would not. He would not. So you know, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and what I heard something recently on on Pedro Stroke that that was part of the reason he wore it is. That way was to, to remind himself to have fun while he's playing baseball. Just, like, not take it too seriously. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, that that was, like, I think, not to get too off track here, but um, when you were coaching back when, you know, pre-everything, you know, crappy, uh, you, you one of your strategies was to, like, try to help, like... And, set up games like to make the kids play games and compete against each other from your practices was to yeah. have like makeshift games yeah we did that and and, and it, you felt like it helped your kids like just just feel a so little bit of I pressure did, and, yeah. and, and like grind it out a little bit
0: right so what i would do is like i mean we got 10 players maybe 11 players on the team i would break the kids up into three teams like a three-person team a four-person team and another three you know what however it worked out because not everybody everybody's not at every practice I'd break it up into a teams making sure we have a catcher on each group of 3 a pitcher on each group of 3 uh you know and that's yep. it I just made sure that that was spread out in that way and then we would just do a rotation like there'd be everybody who wasn't three people would be up to bat against everybody else and yeah. then you'd rotate in you know and and everybody who was on the field was on a working together yeah uh working yeah, together right, taking right. the players and you know we'd have some coaches fill in for the spots we needed to and then uh yeah we just rotate the three
1: or four people but it teams. made it fun i'm sure that, awesome. that, they loved it we it was a, it didn't a, matter it was oh a game God. you had you were getting a game going we're, we're playing a game yeah right, let's play i don't know we
0: talked we built it up It was like okay guys be on time at the next practice because we're gonna warm up early and practice time starts it's game time we're gonna do this game yeah, and it, it was
1: fun, really fun. I missed that. I really miss that. But the idea that like, just like boning up, like you know, that forget a, we're not hitting tennis balls into a fence. We're not playing rundowns. Yeah, we're
0: just gonna play a game. That's I'm I'm a believer. So I'm, every coach is different. But right? those
1: that but I'm, a, I'm a believer learning. that just
0: I, I believe in just like. Playing the game, you learn and get better.
1: Right. So that's why I like to And and like every you'll have situ- situations will just come up yeah, and spontaneously. You just take take advantage of the teachable moments. Yeah. And say, Hey, you threw behind that runner. I mean you you tried to make the throw to home when you should have been thrown to the cutoff man, you could have kept that runner at first. Like he was gonna score anyway. You should right. have been so we're you playing should have been thrown in front of him. Yet
0: have the ex- you know, we have the ability to right. stop motion and just say, hey
1: st- stop everybody and look what just happened. Right. You know, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Why now, now we're at, they're at first and third, and it could be first and second. That guy was going to score anyway, and, you know, so-and-so, you, you, make sure you hit the cutoff, man. This is why. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, like, why, why did you even bring that up? Because like, well, that, that happens up? all the time. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> no, you know it's it? like the... No, no, I didn't even know where where that come from. I was like, no, uh, that's well, true.
1: That's true." No, that's totally. Well, holy. talking about having fun and like, but what I'm like the playing a game part. Like, oh when yeah, people yeah, forget that it's a game. Like, it can get too serious for kids, and yes. oh, there's oh, plenty oh, of that. Oh, it's sports, it's supposed to be fun. Like, yeah. so if you're coaching, like, make sure you have fun. Like, and part of that is getting the getting to compete. Like, you don't have to, you know, go nuts on trying to be. Uh, we're not. Even, even, And that's why, why I think that the teams that have the most fun probably do the most winning. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. I mean, you, you had some pretty good success. We've had
0: some good teams, and I, yeah, no, I, I do. I believe in that. I think if you're having fun, you play well. You play better. Right. When you're having, well, you're they, loose
1: it keeps, keeps it, yeah, loose is the word.
0: You're, you're loose and just having a good time. Yeah. Right. I think that you play better.
1: Right. Well, and that's the cockeyed hat in the whole thing. It's like gotcha. Every, people would look at that and think that it was some sort somehow disrespectful or, um, I don't know if I'm referencing people specifically, but like, <laughs> think about why you think something's good or bad and go, like, well, maybe da da da. And you go, oh, no, he, he did it that way. For because he was just trying to have fun. Ah, okay. Okay, I like that guy. <laughs> right. Either way.
0: Hey, on. you mentioned something awesome earlier. I don't remember what it was. But speaking of awesome, this is my attempt at a segue. Mr. <laughs> Sparkle Auto Spa. Oh, right on. They are awesome. Quality, customer service, consistency, innovation. Mr. Sparkle is the express exterior auto spa that meets the needs of car owners every time you come in for a wash from our $3 express exterior car wash to our free vacuums. They're affordable. They're they're an affordable way to keep your vehicle looking its best. Coming soon, November 1st, that's the plan. $3 express wash, 27 free vacuums, free floor mat cleaner, They are moving quick. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, Mr. Sparkle. You guys rock. And thank you, Stacy Mayer's designs. Stacy will design whatever you want on a t-shirt, cup, sign, decal. Koozie. Koozie. Pretty much anything you can stick something to, she can come up with a design that is going to be pretty splendid and awesome. I'm going to be hitting her up for t-shirts for our podcast here pretty quick. Nice. So, um, yeah, Stacy Mayers, you can find her on Facebook. Mr. Sparkle, you can find them in Peru, 251 and and Shooting Park Road. So, thanks, guys. We appreciate your support. We're on track to hit. We're still on track to hit our 10-year anniversary with episode 100, Clayton. So I, I think we might have to change our plans. We talked about the riverfront as our show with all this COVID stuff. I don't know if that's going to work out. Might have to do something a little bit simpler. Somebody was just at my aunt. My aunt was just asking me, like, "What are you guys going to do for your hundredth show?" I was like, well, "I don't know now."
1: Right. <laughs> Who knows? Not much. Well, we'll we'll see. You never know. We'll Could see. all just go away. Yeah. Could yeah. Manage. Right.
0: <laughs> it's just going to go away sure hey. do you want to bring up this other history sh- thing that we t- or save this I feel like we actually talked about this with Mark, Mark Walzinski yeah sh- we'll bring it up so there was another LaSalle County Historical Society Facebook article and this was about
1: Starved Rock former guest of the Ivy former podcast former guest
0: Mark Walzinski he helped edit this story and let me see if I can find it in our paperwork
1: that was our first live show no, one of our first live shows where we actually, oh, actually sit yeah, down and lift right. mics. No. Yeah, yeah. Because we was. did it in your old living room. It was weird. We had just a card table set up in the living room, and it yep. was. It worked. It, it was fantastic. The sound quality wasn't good, but it worked. You tried.
0: I used a single, um, snowball mic. Yeah. And it just—it was supposed to be kind of like, I thought that the snowball mic had like kind of a multi-directional thing, but it didn't really work for that. So. For anybody who's trying to do a to podcast. That, dude. Well, you can I mean, see, you leave know, a I mean, there's, just, there's, there's people out there who want to start a podcast and they're trying to figure out what right. mics to use. We are using ATRs, our audio technicas, which are pretty splendid.
1: Yeah. They work great. Get a little board.
0: Doesn't they have a dual them. function, uh USB and code or cardiote or whatever the term is for the connection. Anyway, um, so I do have the name here, so this is debunking the Legend of Starve Rock" by James Durden, with source material and generous edits from Mark Walzinski. So I'm pretty sure we talked about, about this with Mark, but kind of the, the, the gist of the story is that we, we all kind of have this understanding that Starve Rock was this massive massacre where the Indi- uh, let's right. see here, the Illinois tribe was cornered by the Pontiac? No. Illinois was.
1: Um, In retaliation, Pontiac's former allies chased the Illinois to the Rock.
0: Yeah, and today they cornered Starboard. them, starved them out, and that's why the name Starved Rock became the name we know today. But, you know, as Mark has done his research, and we definitely have to have Mark back on the show to to talk about a lot of things, but, you know, through his research... They found that there was in 1722, so this supposedly happened in 1769, but there's no records. They've tried to do some digging and and a little uh you know just try to find any information they could around the rock that would validate the story that this happened in in 1769, but they really have been unable to find anything, and you know there was in 1722 these Fox Wars that were going on. And there was a situation where, and I mean, I'm going to butcher these. I'm not even going to try. So the Illinois Indians were, you know, did get cornered there, but there was like a peace treaty and everybody mm-hmm. walked and went on their merry way. So, but, so I guess the, you know, the, the, the crux of, of it all is that this whole idea that we have in our heads that there was this massacre at Star Rock might not actually be true. The 1722 siege is likely the origin of Starve Rock legend. In this siege, a group of Illinois Indians, the Peoria, were besieged at Starved Rock. However, contrary, contrary to famous legend, this siege ended in a negotiated truce between the Illinois and Meskwaki. When it was over, the Peoria tribe left the Starved Rock area, returning to the Rock by 1730. Therefore, the 1722 siege appears to be the origin of Of the Starve Rock tale, how did it come to be? There's a there's some talk about a couple people who may have propagated the story in the 1850s and the 1870s. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess the story that we all believe to be true about the massacre at Starve Rock might not be true. But uh, the guy,
1: it's not that shocking.
0: No, it's really
1: not. I mean the way that turns you know, out everything's got a little bit of color to it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we know how s- tails can get spun. So I thought that was I, I I do feel like we talked with this with Mark
1: about this, which
0: I don't remember the episode number that
1: was, but It was right in the mid middle ish time, right? Yeah, it's despite the evidence of uh, despite the absence of credible evidence, the tale of the demise of the Illinois Indian tribe is quite memorable and remains a fixture in LaSalle County lore. True. It's kind of similar to the whole story, like one of the first episodes we ever did where everybody just assumes that That's LaSalle County is like yeah. the biggest boozin county in the country. It and kinda made me think of that. Yeah. BS. <laughs> We're not. Or not we wish, I guess. I don't know if that's something to be proud of. That was the whole premise of one of our first episodes. Yeah, like, well, That's a stupid thing to be like bragging about. <laughs> that's
0: that's <laughs> stupid. <Yeah. laughs> but if you have, if you are interested in the Star of Rock information and the lore, check out Mark Bolzinski's books, Massacre seventeen sixty nine, The Search for the Origin of the Legend of, Star of Rock and the History of Starv of Rock available on Amazon. And this again was Ooh, if I can find it. Was originally written by
1: James Durden. Thanks, James. Yeah. Cool. South so County we did historical society. We hit on a couple like historical events and his well, one historical person and one event. So, that's cool. What have you been listening to, John? What's the uh what's the scuttlebutt? what's what's your uh you've been back at work now, so you've been you've had more pod time, I'm guessing. Depends
0: on what I'm working on. Um
1: but you got your travel time and all that. Jazz. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, well, I I mentioned you know I I Joe Joe Rogan's been knocking it out of the park. You know I I went back in time. No, um, revisionist history has a new season, so uh, he's been really good. Well that, aware. Uh, I have I've only listened to the first couple. All right. But you know he kind of for there's two episodes that kind of focus on. Um, museums, yeah, and art museums, sure. And it's just kind of fun to listen to his take. He's got a real problem with them, yeah, and he, it really comes out in his. You can just feel it, his, right. his problem with it. And there's just this, this, and he, and he kind of zeroes in on a couple bits of information that definitely stand out, like the fact that art museums tend to not list the artwork as a line item in their budget. So do, oh,
1: as as their property or, yeah, or their value, so despite
0: the fact that they're sitting on bajillions of money worth of artwork, right. That's not a line item in their budget, and which helps them to justify charging fifty bucks to walk in the door for right. regular old people. Would well, they just keep hoarding cash?
1: Yeah. right. Yeah. And people just keep giving them giving them and uh, artifacts and art and money. Yeah, and they keep everything. hoarding artifacts. Right.
0: So that that was kind of I you know I, ne- I don't even think about that I mean I we I guess I don't think
1: that's a problem locally no this is more like major metropolitan areas sure. and stuff like that right so uh, yeah those were interesting episodes where you go like oh oh that's interesting if you look at it like that yeah yeah well they were talking about um, well different artists and like what they considered art and. Things like that 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 kind of made that inter- that discussion interesting. What, yeah, what was because so funny? It, was a,
0: it was a Van Gogh
1: painting. Yeah, and it was right. one of his like kind of blasé ones, like uh, no, uh, one that's yeah. not even. He painted. just
0: kind of like it was like a one-off, just kind of like almost like a sketch. And yet they had it in the, the this museum, and they were questioning: is it re- is this you know is really, it significant? Is, is it, it significant? It, is that, it that's of right. value?
1: Right? Or I mean, it's valuable, but is it whatever? Uh, it kind of funny. It, it's funny, because you brought up Revisionist History, and I, in, in our kind of, when we sit, sit down and sort of map out what we're going to talk about, uh, in my head, I was like, oh, episodes four through seven, and you, you, you brought up the first couple. Okay, um, There's a four-part series that appears in Revisionist History. This is season five, uh, episodes four through seven, uh, about World War II and Curtis LeMay. Uh, his, his nickname was Bombs Away LeMay. Okay. Uh, and it was all about the uh, the B-29 bomber and the development of that and then all kind of leading up to the atomic bomb as well as the development of napalm okay. and how that actually was way more uh, catastrophic and led to way more death than the actual atomic bombs that were dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Sure. And uh, like, firebombing all these different ciz- cities and, like, how the, the, t- the engineers and all the people at, like, Harvard and different places that developed... uh was mainly at Harvard, I believe. That developed uh, napalm and, like, how they figured that out and, like, how... It was just incredible, like these four episodes. So, like how it they kind
0: of ties back to the beginning
1: of the show. That's sure, yeah. yeah, it was funny because I almost I I almost segued right to it because I was like, "Well, here we go, this is it. Let's talk about yeah. this now." Uh, but I I figured let's let it simmer. Um, and and they're such they're so interesting because like historically like. You don't realize the amount of development and technology and everything that that happened in that quick period of time yeah. in the forties for just being able to to do what they did because the air force didn't even exist. It was mm-hmm. the air corps and it was part of the army. Right? Did you know that? Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. it wasn't even a thing. It was. A, I mean, it was I always thought you're never going to win a war with airplanes. That's just piddly stuff. Yeah. Like there were just you know I don't know. That's just kind of a thing. And now like. The idea of putting troops on the ground is sort of seems senseless, right? Like, wh- why, why, when you have drones and everything, right? But uh, this guy, like, really had it. It's talking about like sort of having a vision and a stalwart. Like, no, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. No, you need to fly straight through it. No, you can't go higher. You can't go lower. No, you can't zig. You can't zag. No, you got to do this. Got to do. No, you're doing it wrong. And very being very like deliberate, yeah. And his decision making, and and not letting people like chicken out, I guess. Um, so it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, well, yeah.
0: There and then towards the end of World War Two, I mean, they were just firebombing and napalming at will.
1: And, and, and it, it made it all the way to Vietnam cities. and Korea too. So like they did it like that that like it, like just horrific just torching entire towns and towns and cities but huge metropolitan areas like uh, the the firebombing in tokyo probably killed more people in a 24-hour period than have ever been extinguished in in a 24-hour period in this earth's history yeah and it was just no one talks about it right so like uh it, it, it it's interesting just like listening to like and his his theory on that was like, and then they get into the atomic bomb stuff, the, the idea that it probably save more lives than the alternative. Like, if we do this, then it will lead to this. And how decisions get made at a large scale, and it was like, I can't even fathom, like, Having to make that type of decision, and and it kind of gets into the kind of period of time that we're in now, right? Like we've lived in a, a relative period of of uh, peace in in general. Like we've had our, you know, the United States has had its skirmishes and whatnot. But in in terms of what's happened around here, we've we've like, not a whole lot of upsets to our our everyday. Like we've we've probably sixty years of relative and eh, not a whole lot of disruptions to anything right, right? right like no pandemics you know the vietnam war was rough we had the 911 uh, and all that but like in general like we haven't had like as a country like buckle down and face a uh uh someone who's going to firebomb us right or anything <laughs> like we've just sort of can kind of been allowed to just kind of spread our wings and just yeah. sort of like without fear of anything right we don't we don't have any enemies right so it, it's it's kind of um the, the, and, and how that relates to this, I have no idea, but <laughs> I, I just enjoyed this this little series of episodes just thoroughly because it was like – I'll probably go back and listen to it again because it was like, wow, this is so incredible. Like this one guy sort of single-handedly forced the, the – this branch of the military to, to sort of do something that, that actually probably changed the course of geopolitical – history you know by by making them like no we need to do this and then they did it and it was like and that led to this it was like wow like and they like there was a lot of people that didn't like airplanes and bombing and they just thought Mm -hmm. well well, you can't drop bombs because they didn't have the technology to really do it right at the time so like just just in being able to, to bomb tokyo with the um the way that the winds up that high, it when you're like bombing and all that, you'd have to get into the whole thing. But it's it's incredible. It's it's a really worthwhile listen. Cool, for sure. That was what was that again? Episodes four through seven of uh, Revisionist History. Nice. Okay. Um, so definitely... yeah, it's about Curtis. Curtis bombs away LeMay. Well, I will. I. you're gonna get yeah, you're gonna get so into I, it,
0: right? I will be getting into that. Which, by the way. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show. It's the easiest way to get our shows. That's the whole idea of a mm-hmm. podcast. So, like subscribe on your podcast player of choice. iTunes, Spotify, let's say Spotify, Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio,
1: what do you think? TuneIn Radio. Yeah. What do you think most most people are either using Spotify or iOS, right? Just the regular
0: yeah, I think iOS and, and yeah, Apple and Spotify are kind of the big ones right, right now. Google's
1: like and trying. Spotify's having a go at trying to take over.
0: And and quite frankly, as a as a produ- as a you know as creators for podcasters or, and anybody out there who wants to be a podcaster, I mean, I, I Spotify is gives the best data. You know, like the way they really? give you the data and how they give it to you. Really good presentation. Nice. Like just yeah, they're 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 killing it. They're they're making a go at it. Well, they got Rogan here. What, yeah, they got like, Rogan. What October? So all right, you 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 brought up. Let's what is this? What is the thing about Andrew Jackson? Because I had a thing about Andrew Jackson oh. too. Because I, I I started go. I went back. I hadn't been listening to American elections for a while. Wicked game. Um, I brought it up on previous shows. And but that's I, a
1: standalone show. Just, yeah, a stand,
0: okay. The American Elections Wicked Game is a standalone show, and I happen to okay. where, where they are—every um, election that has taken place is a podcast. So I, I took a break for a while, and I'm currently on the 1828 John Quincy Adams versus Andrew Jackson election. So this is would be John Quincy Adams. He was already president for one term. He got defeated by Andrew Jackson right. on that election, and Andrew Jackson was kind of like, he was the grassroots kind of like all the common man, Western folk. Yeah, country, Western the, as in t- Western t- Tennessee. As Tennessee. Tennessee, uh, yeah. yeah, like the country folk yeah. loved him. He yep. was this storied, aggressive, uh, um, the general. Or was he? A, wait, start, wait, was he a general?
1: Oh my god. Uh, he yeah, he definitely he had experience with the uh, like fighting. So he was he was he was a. He was a I don't know if he was a general, but he definitely was like he a, may not, yeah, a he military was, he, experience. He was
0: a successful military president. And was very, uh,
1: a strong leader.
0: Strong leader, known for his temper and willing, he would just, he would not bow down to anybody and he would go in, he would, I'm pretty sure he was in some duels yeah. back oh, then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so he was, he was a tough guy, yeah, and... He won that election. It was John Quincy Adams was a one-term president, just like his dad, actually. Um, and you had brought up that, so I brought that up. I thought that was an interesting show. Um, and you had brought up separately that the biography "American Lion." So what what's that about? It's Is a that, book.
1: Would you do the audio book? I have the audio book. I have the I have the hardback too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's just all about andrew jackson in general but they get into his election and like the chaos that was like and and i think what one of the reasons you brought this one up or what you found really interesting about it was uh how the media circus around it and like how the media played it out and like this hillbilly tennessee and probably hillbilly wasn't even a term back then but like he was definitely not from the uh elite elite class right yeah. he was a common man
0: uh, well back that was a so, time, that was a time when there was a lot of Virginians right. winning the elections for presidency well, or people from like the Boston uh, area ties to Great Britain yeah England, one Great it was one or the
1: other it was like Virginia or or, or up in, like the, the the New England area right so he represented this sort of new wave kind of like more rugged individual i guess like where where he he just appealed to the common man uh and he, he when he got elected the uh, he threw a massive party at the white house and people that weren't invited showed up and they trashed the place <laughs> and like it's just that idea like i i found that so appealing where it was like no this he doesn't care he's doing it man he's going hard and they're gonna he, it, he's. This is. It's a new era, folks, and that's kind of what we're seeing now. Where yeah, Redwood's, it seems like he would do well in today's. Oh sure, sphere. sure. I'm sure he said whatever it took. Uh, I think he he probably had like kind of a uh, set of ideals that appealed to. Um, and, and if you think about it too, is like who was voting in these elections too? So he had to appeal to landowners, right? Because at this time it wasn't like like people that lived in tenements were voting. I mean, they weren't, right. you, know, you had to be, like at this point, you weren't, it wasn't just like everybody could vote, I mean, it was only men, it was only white men, and you had to own land, right? So like he appealed to some version of that that recipe, if you will, so yeah. like, uh, yeah, I I'm probably not a great guy, uh, probably when it all boiled down, I don't know how many of them were. Uh, well, I but I thought, just like the rebel, you know, the rebel side of that. Those, yeah, kind of yeah. He definitely was like a known. He he seemed like,
0: he he seemed like he would get along well in today's well, climate because he was kind of a guy who seemed like he was aggressive. Like he was known tempered. for taking
1: care of his men. Like when like in terms of like when he was a leader in the military, like he made sure that his soldiers like the guys that were under him had their food they had everything they needed they got back to where they're wherever he got them from like in terms of like they marched everywhere It wasn't like they hopped on a right you know, on a locomotive or whatever like necessarily at that time no no, they didn't pretty,
0: have, no the trains didn't,
1: weren't they didn't were have just probably yet. now starting if anything no, not yet i don't uh, think
0: at that time they right. didn't have
1: trains yet so it was all pretty yeah so it was it, it was pretty interesting good book well what uh, and, and as a side to that um, what
0: caught my attention was you know like we're right now where we are you go to the internet and it's 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 hard to find a news source that's not skewed one way or another like they have an affiliation politically it seems like right so you go to Fox News it's conservative Republican you go to CNN it's is Democratic the other liberal way. right you know, and, and that's all over the place. Try to do
1: Politico or, I mean, even that's it's, it's probably hard skewed.
0: To, yeah, it seems like everybody's got kind of a skew one way or another. They, It's hard to find an independent news source. And at the time of Andrew Jackson, that's when newspapers were just exploding. Like single cities, like a city like Chicago could have a dozen plus newspapers just in that one city they were exploding everywhere and what i what was in the podcast the american elections wicked game it caught me off you know like, i was so surprised like they said there's all these newspapers they were exploding everywhere and every single one had an, a political affiliation sure they were all like one political like there would be a newspaper for andrew jackson there'd be a newspaper for john quincy adams and it's like wow like all these years ago it's like the same as now,
1: except what? we're in the internet age. But it seems like the same thing. Well, you know what would be better though? It was, it was obvious though then, right? Was it? I don't know. Well, meaning like it was the Republican Daily Times.
0: No, but not always. They didn't always have the name in it. I don't think so. No, I know that, but like
1: airplane flying over. <laughs> but my point being, it was like it wasn't like you weren't. You didn't know. And, and maybe this came out more later. Maybe during the Andrew Jackson time, it that. wasn't as obvious. But now, I guess everybody knows Fox News is right. MSNBC, CNN, left, whatever. Um, I, I guess it, it, maybe my point that I was trying to make—I don't know if it's worthwhile or not—but like, maybe maybe they should just be like, uh, "We support this guy," and then you read the article. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like be front. Like be about are you, are we it? wear be red nice. ties, and then you know, we and then then, or ties. the you know, blue ties. That's a Bill Burr joke. Like ah, the blue ties are this, but um, maybe that would make it better. Like at least you know what you're reading. Like hey, we're we're not we're trying to be unbiased or whatever. Like maybe that's impossible. I, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, then I, I like the idea of newspapers just taking off, though. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. That, we were yeah. Watching that their sounds like an exciting experiment. time. Well, I don't know what we're going to do about local politics if we don't have local newspapers, right? Right. We need to have them. Well, I, well I, there's if, if we
0: lose no lo- if we lose local newspapers, they'll have no choice but to come on
1: our show. Well, right, but there's no accountability for local politics, right? I mean, there's stories if you look across this country where where crazy stuff has happened because there's no one holding. Local politicians, there's not a single reporter at any of the meetings and everything, and just chaos ensues. And probably chaos is a bit overstated, but basically, people make, running amok with public money. I think that's the definition of chaos in some ways, at least in terms of government, is when people misuse government, you know, public money. Like, it's the gist of it. And,
0: uh, and, that's and terrible. like terrible. And, and, and in a normal way, right? Like they're not
1: doing it. They're 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 not being coy.
0: No, they're just just doing doing it it. because
1: there's no one there watching. Yeah, and it's they don't have to worry about the story coming out the next day. They don't have to go into like a uh, you know what would happen a lot of times in Ottawa or or, and I'm not singling them out. I only know it because my wife worked for the newspaper. Would be like, all right, the the school board is going into a private session because they have an issue. They don't want everybody to be able to hear the discussion around it. When they have the right to do that, which is it's a good thing because they can vet and like work through whatever issues they're going through, but no one's going to be ripping anybody off if right. if the newspaper's watching them real close and they can count on the story being published the next day, yeah, if there's no paper there well no we're gonna we're gonna raise everybody's salary by twenty eight percent and yeah. you need to have a good Samaritan someone that shows up to the meeting and just I don't know. Puts it out to Facebook, and then maybe people go, "Wait, wait, what? Why does everybody get a raise this year? You know, where tax tax money's down, yeah, or whatever it could be." But that's the kind of stuff that could happen. It's dangerous. I don't
0: know. Support another your side local board. newspapers. Yeah.
1: Well, you pay pay the six bucks every other week if you need to.
0: Yeah. Or go online. But right. the, the, a digital um, subscription for the Times news tribune the putnam county record all these it's not that much i think it's like 50 cents a week or something like it's that like it's not Six bucks a
1: year it's not bad well i mean if you don't see any value in it don't fine and if you want to trash the reporters because that's what i've been hearing that my whole life well it's, it's just a rag they never got nothing good to say you know that kind of backwards talk and it's like yeah, well, you don't realize the, like the pressure that some of these folks are under trying to turn around stories and get stuff out there. Like, yeah. yeah, sometimes they they stuff doesn't you know it's not as good as it could be, but it's not the '80s anymore, folks. They're broke. They're going back. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but there's been a bit of a contraction in local media. Yeah, uh, it's a little, and without it, good luck. Yeah, take a look. Go to, go to the News Tribune website. Go to the
0: my. The My Web Times website. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And there's a re- there's a reason for that.
1: It's, it's, it's contracting. It's
0: it's, it's it's struggling. Right. So we have to support our local media, without a doubt. Yeah.
1: And Andrew Jackson. And Andrew Jackson. He's and Andrew running Jackson. President. <laughs> However that relates.
0: Either way. I've got not a lot else to talk about for local. I mean, like what I've been listening to. I mean... Talk about Rogan, talk about American elections, revisionist history. You know, for everybody who's kids or if you play Fortnite, they just added cars. That's a big deal. In Fortnite? For the first time ever, yeah. It's only like been automobiles. Long. Yeah. You can get in you can get in cars. My kids were excited. I don't know. Like Jeeps. I don't like know. Our, uh, I have, Ford I Escort. This was like literally today, this drive. Oh wow. So we're this is August. 5th, 2020, and they just dropped that today. I've been playing... Um, I I haven't been playing much of anything, but my... Uh, I don't know what sparked it, but my... We started playing UFC, so that's been kind of fun, playing a little, little
1: UFC. On PS4?
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it new? I don't think so. Nice. I think it was pretty cheap, but... Uh, and I've been... um. So I listen to a lot of electronic music. And, and there's a British or a Welsh DJ called Sasha. I've been I'm i
1: very familiar with him. He's... Not very, but I remember. Honestly,
0: one of his albums, Air Drawn, Air Drawn Dagger, I've probably potentially l- listened to his that album more than any other album just because it was my it's home... It's from, like, 1997. Yeah, right? it was... And it's my... It, well, the reason is it's, like, my homework mix. I put it in the background for, like, everything... And just—it's in the background. It's that old though, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, and uh, so I've noticed like this trend in 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 music right now, where there like a lot of bands are doing orchestral things. Like Guster did one, mm-hmm. like an orchestral thing where they had they did their music to with an orchestra in the background. There there was one where it was like Buddy Holly music to with an orchestra in the background. And they, re- they released a new album with, you know, like, even though, you know, with the orchestra. It, it's good stuff. So, Sasha, digital music, electronic, DJ music, club, house, trance, all that kind of stuff. He just released, like, or maybe it's not actually that new. I mean, it's within the past three years. But he has this orchestral version of a lot of his music. So, I've watched it on YouTube and it's on Spotify too. Just playing again. He's checking out the area. Yeah. So I've been, I, I've been into that, and I, I just like, if you're, if you're a digital music guy, electronic music, music, Sasha, check him out. I mean, he's old school. Oh like uh, really, yeah, I would really say. old school. Yeah, but I mean, uh, he's pre
1: like, that's that's old old school. He's 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 Welsh.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny. like, so like to go back in time. I mean. Electronic music was not a thing in the US. It started, well, I don't know exactly where it started, but I don't think it was England. It might have been. But it was a big, big deal in the the UK and with nightclubs, and I think Germany as well, but the UK especially, and it kind of trickled into the US. and um, but they are kind of the the motherland for that kind of music. So I, I don't know I've been getting kind of back into that stuff and trying to branch out and
1: find and so, more and so things th- like you that. listen to that when you're like doing more technical work
0: yeah yeah like what if I'm well it depends on what I'm in the mood for I mean sometimes I just just want to have some background noise yeah I don't want to sing along right know? right because if I, there's words I'll start singing along and I lose my concentration sure so I just like to have some background noise and that's fair some some crazy crazy you know but at the same time i i don't want to listen to like the umps, 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 umps right. kind of house music yeah the house music or even even current pop like a lot of current pop has adopted a lot of the uh those types of Probably vibes the
1: same like beats per minute kind yeah of, like.
0: yeah yeah so but that stuff i guess you could call it trancy but i don't even think that's an appropriate description it's just just kind of, I don't know, it's like laid back music. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's back, homework Homework music. Homework music, that's, it is, it's homework music.
1: That was a discussion back in the day.
0: So anyway, that's all I got.
1: I had a few other like podcast news stuff that I've been listening to. Um, uh, Whiskey Ginger podcast with Andrew Santino, he's a Chicago comic. That's a
0: great name. Whiskey Ginger. Yeah,
1: and it's Andrew Santino, also a good name. He's a Redheaded fella, uh, Cheeto is his nickname. Cheeto Santino because his leg hair looks like Cheeto dust. What? <laughs> That's the story. TMI. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty good guests like Bill Burr, uh, Nate Bargatze, like uh, just solid good guests. Um, I've enjoyed that. Uh, the Radio Lab had had a couple good episodes. Uh, one of them, Invisible Allies, talking about just uh, different health stuff. and they talked about um on that particular episode they talked about vitamin D. Uh I think Joe Rogan's been on this He's train been since, about that early, a lot, yeah. since pre like right at the beginning of the, the COVID and just uh, that
0: getting outside and getting exposure to yeah, the sun. The, the number of vitamin people D. that are
1: vitamin D deficient and how critical it is to our just overall well being and general health. Um it it, it seems to be a, have the ability just to having a normal dose and just getting it the getting in the sun can stop the the uh, uh, inflammation or the cytokine storm like that seems well, to be even the th- like uh,
0: using infra- like artificial
1: yeah I think is having a similar effect right well they, yeah like if you like, can get outside between ten and two for fifteen minutes that should be enough for you to get your normal dose of okay. vitamin D. So, depending on your melanin level. So, like, if you're more brown or black, like you, you probably need to get more sun because that's your body; it inhibits your ability to make vitamin D. It's natural, right? Your skin absorbs. So, the whiter you are, the more able your body is to make vitamin D. Okay. So that's the basic science of it. It's nothing to do with anything race related. It just is what it is. Um, and then they, in that same episode, they talked about copper. Um, and how what what an awesome element that is what a great metal that is in terms of uh uh killing bacterias and stuff like that for really yeah so uh, they talked to a guy that a hospital guy that was is like in, in putting copper door handles on all the door rooms and in the bathroom for to flush the toilet it's copper and like he has to spend like six hundred thousand extra dollars to be able to do it but that's nothing once you kind of flush it out with the rest of the budget. So that, that was kind of interesting, like, here and yeah. there. It's, like, it, the things to prevent, like, passing infection from people to people and, like, all these little things that no one's talking about, but we can do to stop spreading disease from one to one another, I guess. Um, and what, what's the other one? Uh, the Nate Land podcast with Nate Bargatze. I just brought him up. He was a guest on the Whiskey Gender podcast. Um, Nate Land, he, he's a Tennessee comic. Uh, speaking of Andrew... Uh, Jackson earlier. Nate is he on Netflix? Did you send me? A yeah, book? I did. Yeah, did you watch right. it? The Tennessee. No, I am watching the Tennessee been, kid. Yeah. Uh, Nate Bargatze. It's it's clean. You could watch it with your children. Like he is kind of a Jim Gaffigan. I like.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Jim Gaffigan is like he's sorta, such a clean. I was watching him with silly. my
1: kids. Sort of silly. Like not sort of. He's full on. Just like you. Just his like pace is like let's slow it down, guys. Yeah. No That's reason fun. to be in I, a I hurry. I actually
0: appreciate <laughs> that because, like Jim Gaffigan, I'm glad he said that because I was watch. I, there's a lot of Netflix. There's a lot of Netflix comedy out there.
1: Right. but sometimes I'm I, sitting I, with I've my kids. I've never heard of, and I, yeah. I think I'm fairly well plugged in.
0: But I don't. I'm scared to want uh, you know watch certain things because a lot of times I'm sitting there with my my boys, and I don't want you know them to dive into right certain topics butthole comedy yeah right <laughs> so jim but jim gaffigan's a perfect example he's like very you know reasonable he, right. he's kid-friendly Oh, he's clean yeah
1: yeah yeah and cool. nate and burgazzi's for sure like just silly it's, it's it's almost absurd but not not like um not too too stupid but just kind of like he's kind of got a country dumb vibe but you know he's not yeah which kind of wonder he might be. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not really sure. Like, he's kind of dumb. But he's not, he's damn funny, though. Like, it's funny, though. Like, he can't be that dumb. And they are like, he might be that dumb. And you just, <laughs> you never really know. And that's what's so, in his podcast, too, you, like, listen to him talk about stuff, and he's just, like, tell stories, and, like, he's just genuine, good, funny, funny stuff. And and, and I got one more that I stumbled into today is um, Joe List, has a show uh let me see here let me see if I can pull it up it's called mindful metal jacket you know, Joe list is a comic he has a new special coming out next week uh I believe uh and his podcast is is about like just anxiety and mental health stuff hmm. so they talk a lot about like kind of self-improvement and not in a hokey way yeah but like in a thoughtful way like no, here's our he, these are techniques to sort of manage negative thoughts. Or here, you know, here's something to maybe if you're interested in meditation, here's a here's a book you can read about it. Or if you're interested in you know whatever topics like, guests that are kind of all associated with different either depression and anxiety, different things related to that, which I think is something that at some point or another most people have either. Had experienced themselves, or sure. are, you know, around people that are experiencing it, and t- so you can gain a little empathy and try to understand. Hey, you know, this person I, I know and care about is, you know, they're depressed. So what can I do to help them? Like that's it's it's pretty interesting, especially given everything that's going on. Um, hey, I I I I think it's a good good show, and and it, it you can tell he's puts a lot of thought in like, you know, his, his guests and everything, and and trying to make sure that it's. Good and I, I, pretty good stuff. So, Joe List, Mindful Metal Jacket, which is kind of a pretty sweet. Uh, that is a it has name. the platoon helmet on the cover yeah, of the album. Yeah, it I says, figured he was going that way with it. And it is, um, it says "Born to Worry" on the written on the helmet, which neat. Is, All right, no well, worries. instead of "Born to Kill," I'm guessing that's uh, a yeah. good spin on it. <laughs> but Yeah, Wait, that's
0: Full Metal that's, Jacket. That's is.
1: 86 Kubrick,
0: that's Kubrick. Okay, yeah, we were talking about Oliver Stone earlier. Right. That was platoon, right? Okay, I thought that maybe it was the same, it was like a full circle, like no, back to hey, the it beginning would have been nice, show. but no, that would have been perfect. But no, that's Kubrick, that's right. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I got, John. That's all I got,
1: Clayton. I was gonna talk about baseball too, if we were desperate. <laughs>
0: You know what, dude? I think this Hop Butcher stuff you gave me is setting in. It's, it's lace. It's time to go. I'm, Let's wrap it up. I think it's time to wrap it up.
1: Shoot. <laughs> good times.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good show, John. Episode we, we,
0: 95. It's Please check out Mr. Sparkle Auto Spa. Coming soon. Shooting Park Road 251. Construction is moving quickly. They are getting there. November 1st is the plan. $3 express wash. 27 free vacuums. Free floor mat cleaner. Stacey Mayer's designs. She will design you whatever you need for a t-shirt, koozie, cup, decal. Find her on Facebook. Find Mr. Sparkle at 251 in Shooting Park Road in Peru. And find us on all sorts of shit. We are on iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spotify, I- iTunes, Stitcher. Well, iTunes is now Apple Podcasts, but whatever. Sure. Stitcher, Apple, Google Play. Well, it's not Google Play anymore either. It's Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and, and you know, of course, our uh, um, Podbean, which is our host site. Actually, yeah. I always forget to ask to mention that but uh and support us on patreon and support everybody that is local there's a lot we mentioned before so many local shows to find i, I i'm gonna i'm ready to go to bed yeah let's call it man
1: good show <laughs> all right thanks guys adios say that yeah right. to the newspaper <laughs> <sighs>